0: Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Of course we're recording. Okay, fantastic, let's
1: I'm try we going to something stupid. But...
2: Alright. Something stupid.
1: Ian, what's up?
2: Nothing, just stupid. There
1: you go. Alright, let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And Ian.
3: Hey, what's up, guys?
1: This is episode 290, review series volume 11, Mikado logo 200. Okay. All right. Nice. All right. So let's uh, check in with everyone's week first. Who'd like to go? I would like to go,
0: oh you mean with my week, yeah, I would just like to go <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, you can't leave yet okay
0: yeah. well, let me let me say this, man, my week was pretty awesome. it started off, and you guys are gonna think I'm completely 180 bonkers when I tell you this, but remind remember it's an awesome week started off where I got a very special phone call from the one and only Bill Ann.
3: Woo. wait
0: what yes and i'm I'm serious like bill called me and That's he cool. was like uh hey what's up you know i haven't, haven't talked to you in a while he said i was listening to a little show last week and you were talking about how you took your ui sensor and put it on the oxy 5 and took it off of your logo 550 i said yeah and he was like i just want you know tell you that to be careful because if you're drawing a lot of amps you know you could desolder it and it was cool He he was um you know, he's concerned about me wrecking my Oxy-5. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got to thinking about it, and I was like, well, I already had it on the 550, the logo 550, and uh, really didn't have any problems with that. And I'm pretty confident in my soldering, so I shouldn't have any problems with that.
2: And yeah. Well, I would put that on there. I don't... I guess because he's,
0: he's had that experience happen to him. where Okay. And he was asking me why I didn't hook it up to the the esc and i was like no you gotta yeah why didn't you do that good point well because that as well i haven't gone through the the steps to actually get that telemetry readings back to my v touch classic like i know it's super easy with the with the the touch but the classic i'm not sure about it and i so laziness yeah well I, i think it's various stages of laziness i think <laughs> my my primary laziness was to yeah not do it cuz of the the classic that i have but then i you know my that was a couple steps of laziness this first step of laziness was just like i'll just take that ui sensor off of there and put it on here you know mm-hmm. but yeah so it was good to talk to bill and we got to talking cuz uh, at work um which i'm i'm loving the new job by the way in case anybody cares And uh, in case anybody from my old work is listening. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, so they got me in charge of taking badge pictures, which involves, you know, a decent camera, decent studio lighting setup, which they let me completely, like, go nuts with and order whatever I wanted, you know, within reason. Nice. So I got some studio lighting, and we were, Bill and I were talking about F-stops and ISOs and shit no like that. No way. Yeah. Holy
1: shit. How, how, about, how about color tones? You guys talking about, you know. No, no, I cut them off Thousands there. of degrees?
0: No, no okay. I said no. No more. <laughs> No, but it was good to talk to Bill. Uh, Bill, thanks for calling, man. It was it was cool talking to you, and you know, Bill's a Bill's a good dude. I, you know, over the I years like we we always bust each other's chops, but he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. I I went out Sunday and did some flying. I went to see my mother on Saturday with my sister, and we we had some laughs. We all got together and on Saturday that was a lot of fun, and um, went to the field on Sunday and. Met up with Steve Shaw, but he he came out uh, like midway through the day, so I I flew that Oxy Five a few man probably like four or five times. Man, I got some good flights in on that, just uh, enjoying the hell out of that that heli. I took up my six ninety, and I'm not what everybody's waiting to hear, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, took off was flying my regular routine, my regular shit with that, kind of beating on it pretty good. And at one point I was about 30 feet off the ground. It's like the same scenario. This, it, I have problems in this orientation all the time. And it so happens to be mechanical problems in this orientation all the time. So I'm 30, 30 feet off the ground. I'm kind of coming across with like, you know, disc towards me, kind of knife edge. Uh, I had done some heavy tail stuff, you know, puro flips or something. I don't know what the hell I was doing. And I heard something pop, and man, that freaking tail started spinning around a little bit. And before I knew it, I was like, "I gotta hit throttle hold, or it's going." Mm. You know, I couldn't even straighten it mm-hmm. out; it was just so quick. And uh, crashed into the one of the berms. Like, thank God it didn't go into either of the like little areas where there's water uh, by the field. There's some wetlands oh, and stuff. Okay, like, yeah. Like, so uh, I crashed into the to like the berm. In between them which was good because i just drove out there in a jeep and got it and steve shaw was rolling video and doing his you know first class oh, yeah. network commentary the whole time and yeah um <laughs> i think i said i hit the ground a few times they were like what happened i was like i hit the ground uh but <laughs> but i still had a great time it was a great time at the field and what was really funny to me was the experience that i had after the crash i think what i had what i if you want to know what happened i think i had uh one of the tail blades break off because it's the only thing I could. It, I thought initially it was like I broke the belt because I heard something pop, and I think I had a tail blade go and like hit, hit the disc. How or would you something. break a tail blade? I have no idea, but the only the tail. What kind of tail
1: blades did you have on there?
0: The tail. I had um, I think rotor tech, but it doesn't it doesn't matter because when the, when I, when the heli- helicopter hit the ground, uh, the tail really wasn't busted up. The tail itself. Like even mm-hmm. the that long piece that comes off the tail, you know, to keep the tail off the ground. That tail fin. Tail fin. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't even busted or anything. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'm forgetting the names of stuff.
2: You don't know the name of anything. You know that thing that does you the know, thing. That thing. You know, the <laughs> thing
0: you, you you look at it and it tells you what time of day is. I mean, okay. I I know I know how to read a clock. I can't build one. I mean, but uh, anyways, it's <laughs> <so>, okay. <laughs> but I should know the names of the things by now. But yeah, so nothing was really damaged on the tail except my tail grip itself was cracked in half, and the tail blade was missing bolt and all everything. So I don't know if that—that's the only thing I can come up with that that happened. Either that, maybe the grip broke, probably. Like the tail. The grip blade broke. Tail. Yeah, cracked yeah. in half. And that's
2: just more shot plausible out. than the the yeah. blade breaking. If the blade broke, it was the hub would or the yeah it would, root still, be would still be in there,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, it was either that or I lost a link, but at the way, the way the tail reacted, I think it was that, and I just couldn't, I didn't react fast enough, you know, yeah. I tried to flatten it out, but I, I kind of was rolling at that point
2: and yeah, um, it's hard and it I goes, couldn't definitely couldn't auto it down at that point, you know, shit goes sideways fast yeah so, when
1: it's spinning out of control
0: yeah yeah so i did i did some good damage to that thing i busted like both frames which is which is not too bad that's like 70 bucks and you know, obviously the blades and um mm. but my post crash experience at the field was was funny because i took it kind of like light-hearted you know we were joking around and every, everything and okay. some of the other people were like wow you're really taking this well i'm like well shit happens you know they're we're competing against gravity and so far gravity hasn't changed you know it's like it's gonna happen you know you just it's i'm not you know it's not been the first crash it hasn't been it's not gonna be the last and just i'm not there's no you know there's nothing gained in being all pissed and throwing shit and or you know you gotta you gotta learn how to fix it and then figure out what's wrong and
2: you know fly it again um yeah
0: well, those guys wanted again.
2: to see you throw your radio and jump up and down. They were
0: actually more concerned than I was. they were like, oh, yeah, oh wow. Like, oh, oh, you know, man. Know. Yeah. And I guess mm. what happened was there was a new guy that came out that flies and on Saturday and he crashed and he was devastated. Like he hadn't flown in a while and he's, mm. he does a lot of flying close to him from what Steve was telling me. Close, He flies close to himself. He's, uh, he's an icon and, and goblin. Um, Kind of goblin 500 with icon on it, and I mean, it's just I think because that's I'm just saying that because that's probably how long it's been since he's flown. But he hasn't built anything, like, he doesn't build, he has people build the stuff for him. Oh, okay, um, so he was kind of devastated. Uh, but you know, I'm like, I'm like, hey, what the hell? I got another one, I'll just take that one. That's why I bring <laughs> yeah. two, you know,
4: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: so that was that was cool. I mean. Uh, I had a couple of members that came over and were talking to me and everything. And we were just joking around and having fun. Um, nice. And that, but that's been my week. I didn't order a plane yet. I don't know what I'm waiting for. Maybe. I don't know. Christmas. Um, maybe Wells Fargo to make a mistake and add another zero to my bank account. Maybe that's what <laughs> I'm going, uh, I don't know.
4: Yeah. Keep waiting.
2: Yeah. Keep
0: waiting yeah let me know how that goes. <laughs> waiting for the government to give me a, uh, to, to, give me a job
2: yeah yeah, keep waiting
0: yeah (laughs) you know uh no i I was gonna get political but i won't um but yeah i'm still looking at the mama 10 i just gotta sit down and order i tell you you know here in sunny south florida treasure coast the uh days go so (laughs) fast but i love it it's it's great man i'm I'm seriously i'm really loving loving the job and and i'm enjoying myself there and i'm learning more about everything that they do and and it just makes it that much better because then i can contribute more like i can fix stuff i can help out you know, the users and stuff like that.
2: Do they have a night version of that Mamba ten? I don't know. I think they the Mamba sixty they
0: definitely do.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they do on the ten. If they do, definitely get that so you can fly it yeah. later and eat even if it's not at night, just like dusk, at yeah. dusk,
0: you know. I know there's a G one and a G two. I'm not sure. Is it I think the G two is I don't possibly 6S. I would G1 have to look it there. up.
2: They didn't used to have a night version of the Mamba 10. They had it in the 300 and then and the bigger ones. Yeah. But it would be cool if you get one that's a night version just so you can fly it later in the evenings. Yeah. The the G1 is
0: 3S and the G2 is 6S. That's what I'm it's seeing. It's twice the as good. Right, right off the bat. Yeah. I know which one I'm going to order. Sure. If I order one at some point. Maybe I'll do it while Ian's talking about his week. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Steve
2: does. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I don't see a night version. No, definitely. No, I don't see a night version. Oh, man. Oh, man. You could add your own LEDs, I suppose.
0: I could. If I wanted to screw up a perfectly good airplane.
1: (laughs) Why would you screw it up? I don't know. It's Uh, so much better when it's inside the foam, though.
2: Well, I agree 100%. Just poke a hole in it and stick them inside yeah, the phone. There
1: foam. you go. Just use a fishing line and a hook. And just
2: I actually know what it. I have seen people do. Take those LED strips and put them, face them in and then mm, put tape works. over the outside and it illuminates the foam that way. That works pretty well. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll give it a shot. I don't know. But in a nutshell, that's all I've done this week in a shell of nuts. I didn't go on... Uh, Discord Friday Just been Hanging out with the kids again Having dinner It's I'm enjoying my time with the kids The wife was getting a little upset Because she wasn't there But mm-hmm. eh, There's a there's, there's good and bad to be in In both locations <laughs> I say yeah. that because I don't yeah. really get much peace and quiet here Because there's a lot okay. of animals and a lot of people no. Yeah Oh and I should add On a side note that last week, all right. Let me let me take a step back. I'm in the IT department now, right? And I work with mm-hmm. this guy, really smart guy, intelligent guy. But he he's about he's probably around 300 pounds. And I saw his badge picture from when he started, and he was less than 300 pounds, and like a lot less. Yeah, like his it was considerably noticeable. Okay. And my old job, you know, I had some days where I was driving a lot, so I was sitting on my ass. And then I had days where I was physical a lot or doing a lot of walking, mm-hmm. you know, especially if I went but, to the city. So uh-huh. I, I noticed that this job is primarily behind a desk. Mm-hmm. So, And I had this plan before I even moved to Florida. I was telling people about this. So I I have got up three days last week, and I started again on Monday. I, I went jogging three days last week, doing two miles a day, and or two miles each time. And I'm not completely jogging the entire time especially not the first day because i don't want to like i'm jogging to the hospital i also wanted to walk back from the hospital <laughs> and not just stay at the hospital <laughs> so right because yeah, the hospital yeah, you gotta been, like, be careful with away. that yeah and uh you know you just gotta cool listen to what's going on you know and not kill yourself but yeah i started doing that and i'm feeling a shit ton better nice. I'm, I'm sleeping better my back doesn't feel you know as I never really had a lot of problems with my back but then it's not feeling like tense or anything like that like it like it was so yeah um that's all that's what my week's been been uh all about man
2: that's great Kevin
0: yeah, nice I was surprised man I was surprised at myself for getting up and doing that, but it's actually been kind of fun and I got you know I got the area where I can do that in Jersey where I lived there's no way I could go jogging yeah I'd get run over. Like day one. Yeah. <laughs> by, by a vehicle or a deer or a bear or something like that. Or <laughs> both. Or both. both. Yeah. <laughs> so who's next?
3: I'll I go guess next. I, okay. Andy can go next.
2: Go. I almost finished building the electric raw that I'm working on for a friend. I thought I would have it done, but last week's episode took a little longer to edit than it should have. And then the kids were here over the weekend, so I didn't really do a whole lot. But I'm almost done. I just got to tidy up the wiring and install the tail boom like it's all put together. So it's basically done. So I hope to finish that up uh, probably tomorrow. And I did some flying on Sunday. Cool. Uh, Nice. Yeah, I got a couple flights on my RAW, which was fun. And I got notification that my gas or conversion kit has shipped from Kerry. What, what? Gas-powered helicopters. Yeah.
0: For, so, yeah. for the for,
2: raw. For the raw. Oh, wow. Yep. Yes. So I should have that in a couple of days. Probably tomorrow, actually. It shipped on Monday. Very cool. So that'll be cool. So, yeah, as soon as I get done building this raw, I got to build another one. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I've built three. Go- I'll, I will have built three Goblin helicopters in this year.
1: <laughs> I've never built one from, before. Right, from being none. <laughs> yeah,
2: none. Wow, man. Wow. Yeah, all the all the same model, though. Yeah. Except for this conversion, it'll be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to getting it and testing it out. I think I'll, we'll probably do a review on that at some point. Yes. so stay tuned for that you're getting one as well steve yes sir yeah oh boy Maybe we can both contribute to a review mm-hmm. yeah yeah yes. that's pretty much it for me it's not not been a very busy week in the hobby just trucking around right along cool so ian what you got
3: my week uh started off um I ended up getting an apartment. It's not going to be available until next week. Unfortunately. Uh,
0: Yeah. Thanks dude.
3: Um, yeah, it's, um, well, it's like my house right now. It's only a little over 900 feet square feet. Uh, the apartment's like almost 1200 square feet.
2: (laughs) Damn. That's a big apartment. That is big, man.
3: Yeah. And it's like a two bedroom, two bath. That's pretty sizable. But, um, I'll actually be fairly close to uh, two flying fields, so it'd be great. I I think one of them's like 10 minutes down the road and the other one's like 20. So awesome. that's... Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, so I'll be doing some more packing and stuff like that, kind of getting things ready. It's like my hobby room. Everything is pretty well got its place that I can put it and then just transport it. Yeah. Um, and I've got stuff downstairs that I've got packed and ready to go. So it's just kind of going through stuff. Uh, I was did some work on the 420. Uh, determined that the the ESC that I installed in it has got a problem. And I'm not quite sure what. Um, really, what's I was on, going on? Uh, it's
1: just a the Hobbywing 100 amp, right? Version 3?
3: Yeah, yeah, the version 3. Uh what it's doing is, you know, I, I was on uh, video chat with uh, Satinder, and then uh, eventually Gregor McGrath showed up and was, you know, just kind of walking us through on getting it set up, and it still wasn't kicking on the motor. And I went to uh, touch it to go ahead and plug up the, you know, the programmer box, and I, you know, went to grab the ESC, and that thing was piping hot. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. So it's like.
1: Where'd I you get to, that? Uh, ESC? You buy a or new?
3: Yeah, I bought them. a use, used? Right? Yeah, yeah I've got them both used from Satender. So oh, it's right. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, those came off a of flying heli. So he's like, I'm not quite sure what's going on with it. And it's like, well, I'll just go ahead and send that one into Hobbywing, kind of see what's going on with it. Uh, have them look it over. Maybe something went bad or whatnot. Not really sure.
1: Isn't the uh, hundred amps like really cheap though? They are. I mean like is it worth to go through all that and just, just buy a new uh-huh. one?
0: What kind of motor you got, dude? I got a question about that. Is it similar uh, to what Satinder was running? Uh
3: I believe he had his in his uh logo four eighties. Um I I let's see, the motor size, I've got the HK 900 hundred K V on the four twenty. Yeah. So I mean, really, it's more than a yeah, you know, it's more than enough for that motor. Okay. I mean, it should handle it just fine. So something probably mm-hmm. happened to it, but the the other ESC, I went ahead and like plugged it up and you know just let it sit there. Um, it never even got lukewarm. So I'm gonna yeah. go ahead
2: and uh, is it working though? Like, is it spooling up and everything?
3: Um, I couldn't really test it out because I had to. I had to get different uh, bullets for the motor, so I went ahead and the next day I went and got the the bullets, got them soldered up uh, while I was on Discord on Friday. So it's completely soldered up, ready to go. I'm going to just go ahead and program it outside the heli and make sure it works, and then I'll pull the old one out. So it's kind of a mess right now, but I'm wanting to get that one so going. So you didn't
2: have it hooked to the motor is my question. Yeah, it wasn't hooked to the motor, so there was no... So you don't know if it's good or not, either. Uh, Yeah, I don't
3: know if it's good or not. I want to make sure it actually kicks over the motor and does what it needs
2: to do before I, Yeah you
1: know, go a, ahead and... That's a Doblin 420, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we could just get a Hobbywing 80-amp. It's on sale right now on Hobbywing's site for, like, 89 bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. So, wait and a minute.
0: That, I'm confused as hell here. If you didn't have it hooked up to the motor, how could you tell if it was getting hot
3: or not? Well, he couldn't. It, no. The,
4: the
1: other ESC... It's not fully ESC, hooked up, so, you know.
3: The other ESC, it wasn't even turning the motor, and it was like piping
2: as hot.
1: But it was still plugged into the motor, and everything was plugged in, right? Yeah, everything oh, was so plugged you, in. You did have it hooked up to the motor. So right? the motor no, could have a
2: short in it.
1: That's what I'm thinking, right? Like something could short the motor, which is feeding into mm-hmm. your ESC to pipe, make it hot. If you don't plug in the motor, if you don't do a one-to-one comparison. You don't know if it's the right. ESC or something else,
3: right? So it's like I got everything soldered up for the for the other one. So it's a matter of getting it all plugged up and uh, test it out. But uh, Gregor kind of walked us through the the whole you know initializing the the ESC to the to the V bar, and so he got it set up there. And it since that the one that's in the 420 right now is just, you know, it was just getting piping fucking hot. So we decided to kind of call it off and then kind of pick it up, you know, whenever, you know, we can all get back together and kind of, you know, try it again on this other one. So, um, then after that, um, you know, of course I was on discord. I didn't stay up nearly as late as the last time. Uh, I think I was, Done with Discord by like ten o'clock. Went and ate supper, uh, and then right around that time, freaking storm rolls in, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna take a shower and get ready for bed. And all of a sudden, lights out. <laughs> the power went out. My <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah. Uh, um. And then of course I uh, worked all weekend. Uh, I was able to actually squeeze out a couple flights on the on the 470. That thing still flies great. Um, It does piss me off every now and then because it, you know it doesn't fly like my big birds.
0: Well, no, so dude. That, I've had this. I've had several conversations like that with Andy in particular, who yelled at me about <laughs> making com making you know making comparisons between small and large helicopters. It is oh, not no. fly you asked like a if big... a
2: 380 flew like a 700. Right.
0: And you, you yelled at me like that's... I was a freaking idiot. Well, that's a stupid fucking question. It was. Mm-hmm.
2: It was a stupid question.
0: <laughs> I was just testing your personality, and now I know who you are.
2: Right. An asshole.
0: <laughs> found out. Well, I kind of knew that to begin with. Yeah.
3: But, yeah, um, I did not get to order the, the new connectors yet, so... The Drake, it's still down. Because um, once I uh, got you know word of the apartment and everything, I just kind of put you know that priority first. Um, let's see. And uh, since Springfling, um, you know, I, I tried John Deo's uh, Didgeridoo at Springfling, and don't ask, it sounded terrible, but. My dad had a uh, didgeridoo that he just had on
2: the wall. Wait, what'd you call me? Like, what is it? A didgeridoo? It's a didgeridoo. Yeah. The fuck is that? What in the hell is that?
3: Um, it's a instrument from like uh, Australia and like you know, kind of the southeastern Asian you know area. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna yeah, ask
0: it's... Mark Ritchie if he's ever heard of that.
3: Do it. I'm gonna. Yeah, well, my dad had one, and it's like kind of, you know, after, uh, you know, meeting up with uh, John Deo over at Spring and it's like, ah, I should, I should probably go ahead and learn it. Well, my mom actually found it as she was, uh, you know, going through stuff in the basement. She's like, oh, here you go, G- gives it to me. Oh, cool. And so, I kind of picked up uh, learning how to play the thing. Uh, actually, I can actually produce something that sounds like a didgeridoo and not, you know, a wet fart in a PVC pipe.
0: Well, what the hell is this? An instrument of some sort? Uh,
3: yes. How do you play it? Um. Well, first off, it's a instrument. It's like a it. it it's made from like a hollowed out uh, tree branch, and pretty much how you play it, it's um, not like any instrument I've ever tried. But uh, it, you pretty much blow into it with your lips flapping, and it produces that long, you know, Aussie, you know, sounding kind of. Uh, it's, it's kind of hard to describe how it sounds, but it's, uh, it's pretty interesting.
0: So who had this?
3: Uh, it was actually my dad's and, uh, my mom had it put up downstairs and, you know, oh, since I kind of showed interest in, uh, uh, wanting to play it, she went ahead and gave it to me, but, uh, John Dale actually had it, o- had his over at spring Flame.
2: So it's kind of like a horn sort of kind of, yeah. It amplifies uh, the sound of your lips flapping. And All you can make right. other noises into it.
1: Um, you know what kind of reminds me of um, the Ricola commercials with the, the big long <laughs> horn that they blow into. You know? Ricola, kind of like that. So, Ian, you were blowing into John Deo's
0: didgeridoo. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Your lips flapping. With your lips flapping.
1: Yep, pretty
3: much. And to finish off my week, um, you're I not done to, yet. Yeah, I'm not. Got one okay. left. Um, as I was, you know, going on my lunch break today. Went to you know, go to a local quick trip, grab something uh, to drink, grab a like, slice of pizza or whatever. Uh, go out to my Jeep. As soon as I open the driver's side door, I hear broken glass. And it's like, what the hell? And I look in the back seat on the passenger side, the, the lawn crew that cuts uh, grass at, you know, at my work. Hit a rock and pretty much launched it right at the window. Shattered it. And when I opened the door, of course, the suction of the door opening the glass goes falling into the inside of my Jeep. So that was fantastic. But, um, oh, an update to that, uh, calling the owner of the, uh, that lawn company. And he's actually going to be paying for the new window outright and having it, having it uh, done t- tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah. I didn't expect that. I figured, you know, it would be something done through his insurance. And he's just like, no, he's like, I've got an account through these guys. You know, he's like, you know, with my line of work, this shit happens. So that was really cool of him. I didn't expect that. I figured it would have been, you know, something drawn out and whatever. You know, and of course, you know, when I called, I was kind of fixing to play hardball. But no, I, he, he got me taken care of. So I got a point point after have to work.
0: You want to play hardball, huh? Mm, yeah. Um. So, dude, did you find like a rock inside? Like, how did you even uh, know it was the yard guys that were out there?
3: Well. went out there on my uh, 9 o'clock break and they were out there mowing. There was like, you know, three of the crew guys out there, you know, two of them were on the the stand-up zero turns and there was a guy running around with a weed eater. Uh, But those things are so loud and honestly, you know, from that window just being shattered at first, it's like they never would have saw that little and heard it. Yeah. So
2: I'm pretty sure it's not the Long guys at all? It's a coworker. It's got annoyed at him Went out there and bust <laughs> his window out.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't Maybe think it was somebody from New York that was pissed off at that accent. <laughs>
3: yeah. It was probably drove yeah, yeah. all the way to Missouri and fucking knocked out my window. Damn, mm-hmm. Anthony! <laughs> <laughs>
4: knocked
3: out my fucking window. Oh, oh boy, my gosh! I'm an idiot. Thank you. Uh, all right, that's my week. Who's next?
1: All right, it's my turn. So, this, uh, so I did fly this past Sunday. Woohoo! Nice. Felt good to go out and, um, yeah, take some flights on the Raw. Uh, let's see, what did I bring out? I brought my two Raws, the electrics, and I brought out my Black Thunder 700, the good old bright orange and neon green wow. uh, canopy nice. set that I have on it. Um, yeah, so I kind of was talking to Cliff on Saturday. Evening. I was like, Oh, you're going to go fly Sunday? And um, he was like, Yeah. So we ended up meeting up, and I wanted him to help me set up my Black Thunder as like a F3C type of machine. Basically, dumbing it down. It's like okay. a hover mode. Um, yeah, we did that. We tuned some gains and stuff and kind of got it flying pretty good. Um, I need to change the dampers on it, I need to do some maintenance on it. Um, that machine has been, you know, I don't know how many times I've found it. Like, I flew it for years without doing anything to it, and then, um, kind of just shelved it. So, now that I'm pulling it back into my fleet, flying it, you know, I, I want to change the dampeners. I'm going to go from the C's to the B's to kind of soften it up for the lower head speeds that I'm doing with the F3C. And, um, basically, you got go through all the tail bearings and everything just to make sure everything is kind of you know, spinning as best as possible. Um, I'll probably just rebuild the head and the tail just for the hell of it. Um because yeah, I have I was the parts. Say,
2: put new thrust bearings and everything will help. Yeah.
1: Too. Yeah, all new bearings. Um, but I'm even in like tail case, you know, I'm gonna replace those mm-hmm. bearings as well and stuff. So I wanna give it a nice spruce up, a little maintenance on that. Um, I took apart my oh wait, so I did also fly the red raw a lot. I didn't even take the orange raw out of the car, out of the truck. And just going back to back with the red raw. Um I'm on board with the 26 millimeter arms. Um, it feels better. It feels more. I don't want to say that word linear, but it feels more consistent um, in the the roll, the way it rolls, the way like I stop my stick, like and the way the heli stops. It just feels a little bit more connected, um, more sync. So I'm gonna keep that and so i'm gonna fly the crap out of it but one thing i realized that day at the field it was bright and sunny out but the sun was covered in clouds right like so there was no direct sunlight on the heli just you know ambient light it was just really bright outside and one thing i noticed as soon as the helicopter goes 10 feet 15 feet away from me it's a it's a it's you know a silhouette it's it's just black um Even with the white landing gears and the white, you know, battery hatch, um, the red canopy, the red boom, you know, with the shadow, like, with without direct sunlight hitting the canopy and the boom, it basically turns black to me. Yeah. So, um, kind of what I'll talk about and what's next for me, but that's going to get updated. Uh, I also took apart my Goblin Black Thunder Sport. No, it wasn't a sport. It was the original Black Thunder. So, carbon canopy, carbon, you know, green-black carbon set. Um, I took that apart, my gasser, and I think I mentioned it on the last episode, but it sold, so I got it all boxed up for James, um, and I got it shipped out today, so he should be receiving it by this uh, by Friday, which would be awesome. Um, talking about something awesome, I also spoke to Kerry, um, and he hit me up and was like, "So yeah, let's, uh, you know, let me send you an invoice. Are you still interested in the, the raw gasser conversion? I said, "Yes." He says, okay, I have yours sitting on my table right now, and I'll ship it out tomorrow, which is today. So I should that should be getting here uh, Friday or Saturday as well. Um, more things that I ordered that I forgot. Uh, BK Servos, I ordered a set of 9001, 9005, I don't know, maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, kind of forgot about it. <laughs> and I noticed in meta shipping notice that um, it should be arriving in the next couple of days. Um, I too also got a call from Bill Man. Really? Nice. Yes. Yeah, he was talking to me about uh, our last week's episode, and we were just you know kind of discussion about that. So, so man, mm-hmm. I feel left out now. Damn it, yeah. Bill. Yeah,
3: me too. You dick. Got <laughs> to post some memes. Damn. <laughs>
1: now, no, to you, to be honest, it's probably because he doesn't have your numbers. You know, he does have Kevin in mind, unfortunately. Well, I did <laughs> talk to him for like four yeah. hours at Urcha, so yeah, I
2: don't feel yeah. too
1: bad. Oh, man. You've had it. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Shall we go on the main topic? Yes. So one thing I want to preface it before we start this is that this Logo 200 um, is very similar to the M2. Um, because of that, this is not just a Logo 200 review. It's going to be a little bit less of a review on the Logo 200, and you'll see why as we go through it, but more of a review on... The flight controller and and some things that are pros and cons about the Logo 200 um, with a little bit of a comparison, final thought, conclusion at the end. Okay.
0: All right. So
1: what were your first impressions on the Logo 200? All right. So the, the first thing I noticed is it has a nice logo, Mikado logo sleeve. It looks like the logo 700, the 550, like the newer versions of their helicopters, how the box looks with the blue and the silhouette of a helicopter. And then, you know, the the model name on it and stuff like that. Um, but that's the sleeve. You pull that sleeve off, it says OMP helicopter on it. And the, the gray foam, you know, (laughs) box that the M2 and an M1 come in, basically it's the same design, same box pretty much. Yeah. Same box. Okay. It, It is actually just a tad different than the M2 box. Um, which I'll kind of go into later, but yeah. Um, so opening up the box, you, right off the bat, you see this nice bright blue and yellow canopy. It is, the canopy is pretty big looking. It kind of like encompasses the helicopter really well. It, it also kind of folds over like where the swash plate, the way that the logo designed their canopy, it's kind of like a pointy nose, but when it gets to the, the swash area, it kind of folds over. And because it's made out of fiberglass and it folds over, it's really stiff and sturdy feeling. So it feels good. It feels like a very solid canopy. Um, has the same like overall look and design of the you know the newer logo helicopters, um, with that same like canopy branding that they put on the bottom. I, I forgot what it says like Atio something like that or something some weird thing, but it has like that same like look and design. Um, okay. the frames look a little different than the M2. Uh, you know it has that, that logo curve. you know how like the logo airframes yeah, have like a nice correct. curve back. It has that same type of curve back designed into the carbon fiber frame um, still shares the same like upper frame more like a lower frame and like a rear frame. It's like an upper mm. rear frame and um, like the M2, but it is different frames than the M2. Okay, not just because okay. of the roundedness, but there's other aspects of it that's different. Um, it comes with carbon fiber landing skids. Um, many, many manufacturers tried. I dislike carbon fiber landing skids. Um, for this size of model, you're talking about like one millimeter thick carbon in a skid form. Like you breathe on it and they snap. You, know, you hit a little bit of a rough landing or you throttle hold a little too high and it, you know, it cuts the motors and pirouettes down. Yeah. you'll can break we, landing skits.
2: Can we just give up on carbon fiber skits? Yes, skids? please,
1: please, everyone. They
2: suck. I've never seen yes. any that were good.
1: Yes, please. You know, I, I understand the looks and stuff, right? I understand that. But f- the functionality and, and the reliability of them, in my opinion, is not worth it. <laughs>
2: yeah, your landing skits need to be very functional.
1: Yeah. Even if they don't right. look as good. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of, um, you know, and also, when you know, when you take the canopy off, It's cool. There's a little mini Neo there. Like, it's a Neo without that extra level where you have your RPM and your, I don't know, it's like Aux 3 or something like that channel on the traditional Neos. It's just basically that part missing. So, it's just a little bit shrunken down, probably about three millimeters shorter, like in height, you know. But, um, yeah, it's cool. It's a little mini Neo on there. It's a little V-bar light. Nice. Okay.
2: Well, uh, there wasn't anything to build, I don't imagine. So, nope. tell me about how you set it up.
1: Yeah, so there's nothing to build. You just buy it and fly. Um, there's really nothing to set up either. Um, you know, you it's a logo, so like I mean, it's, it's a V bar, right? So you just basically right. buy into it. And all the logos, as far as I know, um, and what I've heard is that they've been tuned and test flown at Mikado Factory. Mm-hmm. When I unboxed mine and looked at it it did have like not a lot of wear but it had like a little you know a nick on the skids and stuff like it's you know it's been flown it's been you know once maybe but that's fine nothing was broken on it nothing was damaged but you know it did have like a little nick on it which you're like okay um, and I do believe that Kyle Dahl does these. I'm not sure if he still does. I know the first several batches of Logo 200s, he did do this. Yeah. But, they probably uh, I think,
2: got a couple guys doing them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The amount that he has to push through, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay. Cool.
2: How was the settings? Like, did it fly good? Was
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. Did it feel so, good or
2: did you have to adjust it?
1: So, it's well, kind of going to the get first flight, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, first flight. Yeah, so first flight maiden. Um, I'm gonna compare it to the M2. Like I said, it's gonna be a lot of back and forth with the M2, but it feels like an M2, but different. You know, it, it the collective feels different. The rates felt very similar um, as far as the flipping and, and you know, flipping and rotating in the air, the tail rotation. Um, I did feel that I didn't have to do as much tuning on the cyclic and tail as I did on the M2. Um, as well as the M2 needed an actual like mechanical setup from factory, which I thought was um, pretty bad. This was not. Obviously, it was flown. So I think they did that already, uh, which is a, a huge pro in my, my, uh, yeah, my book. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> but the collective feel um, feels really different. And why it feels different is all because of the Neo. The Neo has a new version, um, firmware on it, which has lightness. And on this size helicopter, at first, I it was it freaked me out. Like it was weird. Like it felt the collective felt like it was lagging. Like I would put positive to pop it, but be back at mid stick, but it still be pop, being in that motion of popping up. So it felt very delayed in response. But once you get used to lightness, it makes a world of a difference. You can tick-tock a lot faster and a lot more control with a lot less effort. If you like to do any type of collective stops and pop and lock type, I'm having air quotes pop and lock type of flying, Like can kind of stop the helicopter real quick and you do different motion stuff, different maneuvers. Lightness helps us so um Half pure flips, Mobius flips, world of difference. You can fly it, you can pop it up and go inverted hurricane, but you can initiate it slowly, which makes it very good for confidence building. Okay. So
3: Steve, how are the how are the crashes with
1: it? How does it hold up after all the abuse you put to it? Yeah, so you know, um, you know, just like the M two, right? It, I crash a lot. Like, <laughs> I mean, when Ooh. I mean a lot, I'm I'm talking about like, in an average week of like five business days, I'll have probably about fifteen to twenty small crashes, that require some small fix, like servo links, uh, not servo, like servo arms, um, DFC links, maybe a blade, maybe an anti rotation bracket. Um, a tail boom, perhaps, if, you know, I'm boom it hard enough to, like, cut the boom off. Things like that, like, small little things that aren't, like, that bad. Um, and they're cheap, very cheap to fix. Out of those, like, 1520s, I probably have about 10 crashes that are, like, no damage, damage-free. So, I get, like, they're, like, you know, extra life, one-up, you know you you crash it makes a thump sound but you pick it up and you're like everything's still connected everything still wiggles and still moves let's send it and it flies and it's perfect it works um and then about probably about like let's say that's 25 30 crashes you know with the small and the non-damaged crashes i got to say about 5 to 6 are truly rough and heavy crashes i'm talking about where it's multiple things damaged. And I'm not talking about just servo arms and a DFT link, but I'm talking about frame sides, tail boom, um, blades. I've I've flown one flight on new blades and put into a tree and chopped both blades up, like cracked them. Oh. <laughs> you know, tail boom, um the tail your the tail motor um is something that is now becoming a disposable item for me. Like a couple of flights and I'll break it. <laughs> So, tail motors have, like, these are the heavier crashes. These are the ones that are, like, you drive it in, Damn. and it's a mangled mess, <laughs> you know? And it's interesting, because the M2, I never flew it hard enough, I think, and aggressive enough to get to that point where, like, I was breaking side frames. That I think in the review, I mentioned that the side frames, I could not break them. Um, Yeah. This, you're breaking. So... Let me rewind a little. The logo 200 frames okay. I broke probably maybe a week into having a helicopter. Small crack, something that would you know I could kind of still fly and it'll still work. But eventually, you know, within a week, week and a half, two weeks, I need to replace those frames ready. Um, now I have the M2 frames on my helicopter, which remember in my MT review, I spoke very highly of these frames, not cracking or breaking. I've probably broken about four or five sets now, um, within (laughs) the two, three months I've had this helicopter now and been probably the last month I'll kind of explain it. But, um, the last month I've been flying heavily, like flying this helicopter very, very heavily, like, um, averaging eight to 10 flights a day type of deal. That poor. Helicopter. It is. Uh, I I feel bad for this helicopter. Every time I fix it, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm fixing it. I'm like, that part doesn't look bent, but I'm like, ah oh, man, poor helicopter. I'm gonna put a new part on there anyways. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get you some. I'm gonna throw some love and get you a new swash plate anyways, even though like it still looks fun I still can fly it. Um, yeah. So it crashes well. Uh, the parts are cheap. But, you know, get get ready to expect, like, if you're going to fly it hard and fast and aggressive and in tight quarters with a lot of trees, um, you know, you're going to cut booms off. You're going to basically get karate chopped right off. Your frame sides are going to go. Um, I've bent both the motor plate and the servo plate, the top plate, bottom plate on on several Jeez. times. You know, like, I've, I've come down where I thought the helicopter was fine, and I've Spool it back up and like, ooh, it's not taking off. And I look at it, I was like, and everything was bent, like not the the shaft so much. It wasn't like, you know, Monty's Diablo, but like all the aluminum pieces that kept the frame level, like aligned, was all bent. Which and then all the frame bolts were also like all the frames were bent and broken too. Like the frame sides were broken. So like it looked like a helicopter, but when I started taking apart, like started trying to take off with it, it was separating and. Yeah, it wasn't having it.
3: Wow. What haven't you replaced Damn. on it other than electronics?
1: Uh so electronics I have replaced on it. I've replaced servos, um servo gears once. Not going with the Neo and the ESC are the only two things I've never replaced on it. And the motor, the main motor. Wow. Well that's good. Yeah. And, and two of the three servo arms are still original, but one's from the M2. So if you're done with mm-hmm. that, what were your likes about this model? Okay, so right off the bat, I really like the way it crashes. And, you know, it's, it's, you know a lot of people will say, like, oh, they crashed a couple of times. Like, oh, man, it crashes really well. I've crashed this probably as many times as I've flown this helicopter because there's multiple crashes in a flight sometimes. So, you know, and usually every flight results in some type of crash. So I would say if I put 100 flights on this thing, I probably have 150 crashes on them. And it crashes really well. Like, I do buy parts almost weekly, um, you know, maybe anywhere from $20, 30 to upwards of $70, $100 sometimes when I stock up. But, you know, I'm, I'm putting flights on it. I am really flying a lot of, I mean, you know, 8 to 10 flights, 5 to 6 days a week, you know, is, what, 60, 70, 80 flights, you know, give or take, right? Yeah. And that's a lot of flights in a week, and I've been doing this for a month like this, like this type of, like, focus and dedication to this helicopter and my flying, um, you know, for at least a month, if not a little bit longer now, because it's, I've been doing it prior to Urcha, Right inertia was the first weeks and we're three weeks in now so yeah maybe a month and a half to two months now of, of this type of abuse and flights <laughs> um because of the lateness the collective feels like a bigger helicopter to me it, it feels like a 450 maybe even even yeah gosh i'm gonna say this but even like a 500 almost Oh, my you God. <laughs> Almost. It's not quite there because the presence isn't there and, you know, it has this pretty weak tail motor. Like, you can blow up the tail motor if you wanted to. um, But as far as the collective feel and the pop and the float, it feels way bigger. And I like it. And I'll, I'll explain. I'll, I'll kind of go okay. through why. Um, now, I do not feel like I felt earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, One other thing I'd like to mention about the likes is the swappability, or is that a word? Swappability? You're able to swap parts yeah, with the M2. So. And the M2 parts availability, in my opinion, is like spot on. Like, yes, there's times you can't get servo arms or maybe some frame sides. But if you think about how many people fly the M2 or the Logo 200, and probably crashing it, you know, like, there's still parts. Like, I've been able to buy parts. I've maybe waited a week and then they come back in stock. Like, nothing major where there's so much downtime that I'm out more than a couple of days, let's say, or a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome, man.
0: And, you know, more parts is always more better. More yeah. better. Mm-hmm. More gooder. That's great, man. So you talked about your likes. You talked about how... It does fly close to a larger helicopter, mm-hmm. as as myth would have it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: what what are your dislikes on this on this little guy? Uh, so, local two hundred parts. Those parts aren't available as much as the M two. So, okay. one of the things that um, you're going to notice is, like, you break one lower frame side, you're like, okay, well, let me just buy the M two version and I'll replace it. The lower frame side is shorter on the M2 than the Logo 200. So what ends up happening – so the Logo 200 actually sits taller than the M2. And what ends up happening is then you have one frame side that's longer than the other frame side. So you can't mix-match them or you have a a, helicopter with a 20-degree tilt. Mm, Nothing wrong with that. I mean just, that's good just for F3C, set a board on right? <laughs> one side when you take off. <laughs> yeah, you could do that as well, yeah. <laughs> but the bolts and the things don't line up don't properly know, at kidding. that point. So, so what you have to do is then you have to buy both parts, right? You have to buy both ends, um, both sides. Um, the price. <sighs> Come on, let's be let's be honest, everyone. Like Mikado, they basically took what costs an M two version two, which is about three sixty, and said, okay. We're gonna charge you two hundred fifty dollars more for a Neo, and we'll put those two prices together and sell you this at six hundred bucks. Because two fifty or uh, three fifty, and you know, like it's just, ugh, it's too much money. It's too much money for this. I think if this was like a 450 dollars thing, you know, a hundred dollars cheaper, I think even more people would buy it. I think that um, less people would be hesitant to buy this over the M two right right. yeah like if you're kind of talking about the m2 and and this as a comparison you know and you fly v-bar there's no reason not to get the the logo 200 you know now if you don't fly v-bar sure you get the m2 but with i know a lot of people who have v-bars but they're like well i also have a dx9 or a jetty i'm just gonna buy an m2 and fly it on that because it's cheaper by you know, customer right. amount two hundred bucks, two hundred fifty bucks, something like that. Um, so yeah, I think if it worked on the price, I think it would it wouldn't be in a dislike category. I've always felt that.
0: I, I mean, I do not know manufacturing or anything like that, or how much it costs to do anything, but I've always felt that. If you can give a more reasonable price, you would sell more products, which would increase your overall, you know, mm-hmm. you know your, your sales and your overall profit rather than charging a lot of money for a few and, sales. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's just yeah. yeah. I And the more about. you have
2: out there, the more market visibility you have. So Yeah. And not right.
1: even that. More word you of could mouth. I yep. bought this helicopter from Mikado logo, right? Like, but I've been putting all M2 parts on it. So, like, if they sold more more people would buy the helicopter, obviously, but also more people buy parts, right? Right, their parts, yep. Um, If they stock them. If they stock them, yeah. And then that gets hard because, like, you know, the way I look at it, the manufacturer of OMP helicopters is producing both at the same time. That's what I see. And and you'll see, like, one of the things that I dislike also about it is with the price, I'm going to hit them pretty hard on this one, but... This helicopter, I feel like they put very low effort into it and charging a lot of money for it and calling it something that it's not. It's not a Logo 200. In my opinion, it's an M2 with a Neo. It's, it's okay. you know, um, the only difference that you have on this helicopter, there's two differences, uh, besides the frame size being a little different, right, to make it look like a logo. The, the main difference in this helicopter is like, then, then the, you know, M2 is the Flybar's controller, the Neo, right? It has the same ESC, except it just has a different pinout. And, you know, has leads instead of a pinout because it's not integrated. Um, they they flipped the tail mount. So how you mount the motor? There's a metal plate with a carbon fiber uh, tail fin, and then the motor mounts to that. And they flip it. They put the carbon fiber plate on the out. Uh, the 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 aluminum plate on the inside and put the carbon fiber tail fit on the outside. So you don't see the M two logo or the, that it looks the same as the M two. So they, they changed like one or two little things, but overall the whole helicopter is exactly the same as an M two. And like for them to charge this much money for, you know, a revised cheaper Neo, come on, let's be honest. It's, it's smaller has less pinouts, less things, less functionality, I believe, right? No gov sensor and stuff like stuff like that. Um, no nitro uh, no nitro support, I should say. That you know, it should be cheaper than a regular Neo, but they're still, like I said, they're charging retail price. You know, three forty nine for an M two plus two fifty for a Neo equals six hundred bucks for the, for the logo two hundred, right? So they're charging retail yeah. for each of these parts. Wow, hundred
2: bucks cheaper.
1: Yes, right, a hundred bucks cheaper. I think would have yeah, made I a world we... of a difference as far as the price and overall appearance of what. They're putting in to what they're asking for, right? They didn't put in a lot. Everything is OMP on this thing. They didn't mm. put in a lot. They just rebrand. Yeah, they, they don't have any R and D in this.
2: Helicopter.
1: Yes, exactly. No R and D. No testing. No nothing. I mean, they tested the neo, but yeah, that's electronics. That's not the airframe, and, and it's yeah. So. I see what so, you're there, so there. That's my gripes about that. You know, it, it is what it is, obviously. And I still spent the full retail price for this because I wanted to try, and I'm glad I did. I I really like it. Um, but going back to dislikes, carbon fiber skids, throw them out the window. Like, get get the OMP M2 skids. They I've only broken one out of the hundreds of crashes I've ever had, so they're durable as as f, right? So they're good. Um. The battery tray on the logo frames from day one. Everybody who buys a logo 200 will break the tab to unlock the battery tray. The M2 is, I don't know why, if it's just the overall design or the carbon fiber itself, is way, way, way better, way stronger. Um, You know, you still can't crank on it, you know, you can't pull on it hard, but if you Pull on it while you're holding the battery, like you know. You get you can get to a certain point, but it get on latches and it won't break. And I've broken only one one on the M2 once, and that was I was holding it weird and I pulled it too, too much. But it's way stronger. It's way better. I believe that the M2 frames overall are way better and stronger. So, and we'll talk about that.
2: <laughs> okay. So you got any tech tips for us?
1: Yeah, uh, buy M2 frames and landing skids right off the bat, including the mounting hardware for it. Um, you know, you don't you just buy them right off the bat, have them ready when you crash them and break those stupid landing skids off. You'll put the M2 landing skids on. It'll hold up really well for a little bit. You'll crack those frames. You'll put M2 frames on. Just buy them ahead of time. It's it definitely.
2: Do the do the M2 skids fit on the logo frames?
1: Yes. Okay. But you need to buy the mounting those skids mounting aluminum hardware. Okay. So it has like um, two um two aluminum pieces that basically you bolt in from the side and you bolt the landing gears from the bottom. Mm-hmm. The logo because the carbon fiber skids have the metal that metal part has forty five degree angles sticking out of it where the uh, carbon fiber skids mount to. Mm-hmm. So it's a different design. So you do need to get those, or you could do what I did is you could cut the logo like those 45 degree tabs off and kind of smooth it out and you can bolt the MT 2 frame with longer screws but i mean the parts is cheap enough just just order them one of the best things about the neo and you know the integration right like everyone loves the integration after i crashed this helicopter Things get tweaked. The swash gets tweaked. The the anti-rotation pin gets tweaked a bit. Sometimes I bend that whole swash arm for that anti-rotation pin. And one thing great about the Neo is is, is its integration. So I recommend after every crash, after you put it back together, before you take off, like before you fly, make sure you eyeball your swash that it's level, that something didn't get tweaked and now you're pitched forward. Um, and make sure your zero pitch is zero pitch because sometimes when things get tweaked, your, your, your mid-stick won't be zero pitch. It'll actually be like two degrees positive. And then when you do a pitch pump, you're blowing out the tail because you have like 15 degrees of positive and like only eight degrees of negative. It's because it doesn't and then, you know, things got tweaked and it didn't settle at the middle position. So make sure you you always reset and just eyeball it as good enough. This thing flies. It, it'll – The NEO will handle the rest for the most part. Um, I said by the M2 frames, the antennas, the antennas on the NEO, they loop over the NEO through the top of, like mounting to the top of the servo tray, right? The top part of the aluminum frame. Um, What ends up happening is you crash and the swash or the arms or something will end up nicking the uh, antenna wires. So you can get some very small diameter um, shrink tube put it over there and heat that up and that adds an extra layer so I haven't been I haven't seen any nicks or anything um, after I did that so protect your wires your antennas okay. uh, the front two servo horns I think I might have mentioned this on the M2 review but maybe not um, you don't have to remove them to get to the servo horns so you don't have to remove the servos to get to the servo horns you can do about two full turns on the screws on the top and bottom and tilt the servos out about 40 degrees which then you can get to the Phillips head screw for the servo horn. You know, one thing I always try to do is try to line up the horns at 90 degrees of the orientation that they're supposed to be at, and remove the old horn and put the new one at the same sp- uh, spline. So that way you don't have to like turn your radio on and kind of you know reget your zero or your you know your 90 degrees. Um, I found that to help. The rear elevator servo, though, you're out of luck. Uh, you have to remove it each time to replace that. And, of course, that seems to be the one I break the most. The rear elevator and the front right aileron um, servo horns. Are the are the splines and the
2: horns all the same? Like, will it always go back in the exact same spot?
1: Yes. Yes, okay. they're, they're cool. uh, molded exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had two different styles of servo horns and they still line up perfectly there oh, are the two different nice. yeah the two different styles which are interesting because the m1 and the m2 use the same servo horns except the m1 uses a hole that's closer to the center yeah. being that it's smaller and the m2 uses the outer ones so sometimes when you order m2 servo horns you might get the ones that have two holes or you might get the ones that just have the outer hole oh, okay So that's just one thing to note about that. Um, fly with the canopy. This thing is small and it's fast and it makes a lot of little noises and it kind of flops around in the skies really quickly, you know, because micros are quick. They, you know, they get out of hand with the collective really easy. So fly with the canopy, it helps a shit ton. You know, unless you have like super godlike eyes or something where you can see it. Without seeing it,
2: maybe Dan Mernane. I would. Yeah, just Dan,
1: that. Was, yeah, at dusk with the <laughs> Neolite light, might might be good enough, right? But I mean, holy moly! Um, I don't more know. It's recently, pretty small. More recently, more uh, yeah. recently, I'll put a little a little side thing here. More recently, I replaced the top top um, servo tray, I guess, or whatever aluminum mount, and it's from the OMP M2 Explorer mm-hmm. version it's different so the holes that i that you normally would put your canopy um mount on it's an it's just a regular m2 screw or like a whatever a 1.5 thread so it doesn't take the canopy mounts which are like an m two and a half right it's like a two millimeter thread so um yeah so i'm, I'm rocking mine right now without a canopy which at first, I did a flight without a canopy and with just like the pink on the tail boom, and I couldn't see it for anything. I tried to mitigate it with putting some uh, yellow vinyl on the lower frames, on the sides, because that's like the mm-hmm. biggest part of the frame. Um, it helps perfectly for side-in, but nose-in, tail-in, you still can't see it. But side-in, you can see it, which helps me practice side-in more. So, so yeah. Oh,
2: nice. Just don't fly nose-in. Yeah, Fine.
0: <laughs> which I've been doing a lot of landing side in. Like, nice, yeah. Like all my
2: landings come in
0: side in. I rarely. But oh, that's also tail
1: from from your practicing autos, I'm
0: sure, right? Yeah, yeah, true.
2: I always land side in or nose in. Landing tail ends for wimps. Mm-hmm. You land nose in. Yeah, I still sure. do it.
0: You are the you're my freaking hero.
2: I mean, why not? you should be able to land in any orientation and take off and odd ones too. just go out there and lay it yeah. down some which away and take off.
0: I have been doing that. Like yeah. when I take off I'll whatever mm-hmm. way I put it down, but I haven't been doing like nosing takeoffs or anything like that. I should try it. Cool. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. No, that's it for a detective. I think. So, uh,
1: you talked about your mods, right? Yeah. No.
0: Or no. You talked about something. I
1: did. I, I did talk a little bit briefly about it, um, about fly with the canopy and having the, the boom wrapped. Um, yeah, yeah, I recommend um, before you're in your first flight, get some bright vinyl, orange, yellow, or pink. Um, neon green will well, also work too. Um, but I tend to stay away from green because my backdrop is all green So But um, yeah, the boom – the helicopter is so small. The canopy is big. You see the canopy, no problem. You know, even maybe 40, 50 feet away. But the, the boom, you don't see. It's it's a tiny little black boom with a tiny tail fin and a tiny little motor. And even if the motor has a little bit of, like, added color on it, you cannot see it in the air. Um, wrap the boom with some vinyl. You know, get it at Walmart. Get it anywhere. It don't matter. You go to Michael's, whatever. Get some vinyl. Cricket makes them. A bunch of them make them. And get orange, yellow. I'm trying pink, and pink actually works really well uh, on the boom. So, When you put that
2: on there, okay. did it not affect the CG, as small as that haley is? I can notice the difference.
1: Um, it's still pretty pretty flat,
2: you know? Okay. What's the conclusion? Two thumbs up, one thumb up, two thumbs down? Uh, two thumbs way to fuck up.
1: Okay. This bird, in my opinion, is a fantastic <laughs> substitution for simming.
2: Yeah. And,
1: oh, that's cool. And, what I've, done, that. and I've already seen like a a whole ton of progression in my not in really my maneuvers but in my comfort of doing maneuvers like i'm more comfortable a little bit lower down a little bit more um chaining things a little bit better you know like if i'm on the left side of the field because like you know I, i still chase a helicopter around i'm not gonna lie you know i'm in control but like you know, when I do a maneuver, sometimes it, it goes a little bit further to the left side or the right side than I, you know, imagined in my yeah. head. And so, you know, when it does do that, like I have maneuvers that I like, I'll roll right into it. Like I don't even think about it. You know, I push it to the left, I roll, roll, and then you know, maybe do a backflip or do something else, right back to back, and you know, chaining maneuvers together. And and that's the one thing that I've been able to really, really utilize on the logo two hundred is. Like transitional work, like working on transitions in my flight and linking things together because I can just sit there and like I don't know something about this little helicopter the noises it makes. Like if I'm just back flipping and rolling and back flipping and forward flipping and rolling and just like just hitting the you know four you know angles of the cyclic right, like it's fun. It sounds good and you it makes you like you can work on your collective timing and rolling in and out of timing. Like it's great. And you can push the heli around and and it's, it's very – it feels very low risk to fly it aggressive and hard because it's so cheap to um, fix, you know, with the empty parts, you know, a you know, little asterisk there. Um, nice. You know, the cost, it, it, is a too, it is too much. And like I mentioned, it's too much when it's not warranted from, like, you know – for, from Mikado doing a ton of R&D and, and development into this helicopter like they took a, a really good airframe and put a really good flybrows unit you know I won't lie I really do like the Mikado flybrows unit the way they fly and mashed those two together and made this like an amazing little micro I am gonna say I'll, I'll say this to anyone like even I even said this to Ethan I flew a lot of blade helicopters that was like like garbage 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 compared to this helicopter once i flew this like i'm sorry the blade 230 it's it's good for beginners it sucks for everything else like this thing i think it's good for beginners but it's good for people who want to progress so those intermediate pilots that are plateauing because they're either too scared to crash something bigger or too scared that they might hurt themselves or hurt someone or whatever um and haven't gone over that fear or maybe someone you know uh, I'm going to shut you out a little Andy but someone who flies really high up who flies really well like nose maneuvers can't keep the helicopter in a single altitude and plane but they, they do too high something like this will help them bring it down lower bring that confidence getting that confidence of of seeing the helicopter doing those same maneuvers you do at 150 feet but at 40 50 feet so like it feels more eye level type of deal right like more in front of you um, yeah, I think it's great for that. I like I said, it's a fantastic substitute for simming, and I recommend. I can I can't recommend that to anyone else. Um, and it's primarily because this thing helped me go from. So the, uh, let me kind of add some context there. You know, a lot of people sim 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 sim. That's the only way to get really better without costing a lot of money, and I do still believe that is true, but. The, the gap from simming to real world doing it on a 700, let's say, it's humongous. It's it's huge. Even if you were to do like sim to 500 to 700, like, you know, intermediate steps, it's still to do your first pure flip or your first something. It's still very intimidating. It's still very like nerve wracking and like too much that, you know, some people and many folks I'm going to say will probably back out from doing it. Right. Eh, I'll do it next time. Oh, I'll do it another time. Oh, I'll practice more in the sim. Right, right. You know. Um, this, I feel you can go from 200 to a 700 and it will take you maybe one or two flights to acclimate yourself with the pitch difference and the speed of the rotation and you'll be doing exactly the same maneuvers, maybe a little bit higher up, right? Maybe at 40, 50, a hundred feet and not on the deck with this little heli, but you'll be still doing those maneuvers because you'll have the muscle memory and you'll have the real feel and the real visualization of a copter that it instantly translates 100 instantly Andy. to me it was instant i mean i you know like like i don't know who said this but um you know your mileage may vary (laughs) so please (laughs) let me add that disclosure you know like this is what i've used to help me break out of a slum to help me progress to help me um get over some other humps that you know i'm not gonna really talk into but about my flying and my my flying when i'm at fun flies right like i don't do a lot of flights of fun flies and you know this has helped me kind of break that, break out of that shell. Awesome, man. I
0: take it as another tool in the arsenal. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And use it as a tool. Don't baby it. Don't love it. Don't be like, oh, you know, I don't want to crash it. Like, don't I mean, name it. <laughs> I mean, you can name it. I don't care. I mean, don't um, name your Hellies. You know, like, that's dumb. yeah, that's whatever. You can name. I don't care. People can. You can name your Hellies if you want to. Even though Andy says it's dumb. You can do it if you want to, but
2: you can do it, but I'm yeah. still gonna think
1: it's done. <laughs> well, there's no need. Like treat this what it is. It's a tool to learn and progress and have fun. And I don't know, like every single fun fly I go to, I bring this out and I'm like pass the transmitter around and you know, I, I see a lot of smiles, a lot of people are having fun flying this little helicopter because you can throw down with it and you land throttle hold. You know, like I said you can most likely just pick it up and fly it again and, and multiple times like that.
2: Nice.
4: Hell oh, yeah. All right.
1: So oh, one cool. last thing I want to talk about is the comparison between the M2. and obviously, Yeah, I got
2: a couple questions, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, obviously a lot of the, the review has been an ongoing comparison with the M2, but the LogoTurgeon, in my opinion, is way, way better than the M2 just because of the lightness mode, just because of the Neo.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it makes a heli, like I said, fly like a bigger heli, but when you crash, it's still 200-size heli you're crashing. So you're not accumulating this, you know, right. 500 size heli or 700 size heli crashes, right? Where you think one 700 size heli, main blades, right? Not even including anything else that might go. Main blades alone, you're dropping 100, 150 bucks. That would be maybe a dozen crashes on the 200, you know? Like, you know, it could, it could go a long ways. with uh, Money can go a long ways with the logo 200 compared to the bigger helis. But like I said, it can easily go from a 200 to a 700 size um, without a lot of time to acclimate yourself to it. And I think that's a, that's something you can't really put a price tag on, right? Like your your comfort and your confidence of going from my air quote sim, right? Going from this local 200 to my raw 700. And in the first flight, like I'm not even, like I said, I just slip, get the rotation, feel how it rotates, how fast things are really how slow things look compared to the 200 and then you can do everything because it is slower.
2: Yeah. I was going to say that probably helps as well. What you're mm-hmm. used to doing on tiny little heli, it's
1: probably yeah. way
2: easier on a big one.
1: Yeah. Especially with the things that I'm learning, which which are the linking the maneuvers. When I link my maneuvers, it's, you know, it's like, like every time I go do, it's a maneuver. like so, do another maneuver, another maneuver, do, do. Like I'm just flip, 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 rotate, flip. You no. Know? And, and because you're doing it so quickly, when you do it on a 700, flip, flip, rotate, flip. Like So you have time to think. You have like, oh, okay, I want to do this maneuver next. You actually have time to think about it because your mind will work so much faster.
2: Yeah. Awesome. How's the weight compare?
1: Um, as far as the weight.
2: The M2 versus the Logo 200 stock form.
1: I think they weigh exactly the same. Um, I did you not weigh You think
2: they weigh the same, then. or you weighed them?
1: I did not weigh them, but I
2: can't see <laughs> You set me up for that, Fuck, you. what do you mean you didn't weigh them? Why would I weigh this little thing? What difference oh, does it God make? damn. It makes what? a difference. Why? I want to know the difference. It makes no difference. got a different difference. canopy, different frames. The canopy the, the is the not... Look, the mini Neo versus the other thing that's on the other button, one. Which
1: is the same size. You know, you if, you, if they weigh exactly weigh
2: the same, I'd be very surprised.
1: So I'm this, just this, curious. This this one might weigh a little bit more. Okay. And the, and the reason I'm saying that is, oh no, it's hard to say. Because the carbon fibers kids weigh nothing, the thorium right. kids weigh something. But the flybrows unit is, is a draw because they both pretty much are the same size. the difference is is the connectors on the servos. Right. They're full size regular servo leads, servo connectors, mm-hmm. and the wiring is like maybe one-gauge thicker. It okay. is a little bit thicker. So Canopy's probably a little heavier because it's a No, air. No, the canopy to me is they're both fiberglass. They're both... Okay. Yeah, they both seem the same. Now, there's the Explorer had like a plastic canopy and that's heavier and like thicker. But yeah, yeah the, the stock... The stock um, M2 canopy is very... It's the same. It's all fiberglass and the same thing. Okay.
0: Andy, you know, I, I don't want to argue with you, but like a fraction of an ounce... Compared to a fraction of an ounce, I mean, is it really going to make that much of a difference
2: on a um, small Well, heli? Since the heli is so friggin' tiny, it probably only weighs a few ounces to start with. Yeah, a few yeah, grams would make nice. a difference.
1: Few mm. bats would make a difference, but I don't know if it would even be that much of a difference. Though, so. know, they're very uh, like I said, it's an M two. It's very similar. The only differences are like yeah, your neo case and you know your serval leads. And it might be like
2: exactly that. the same. i have I'm just curious. I can't believe you didn't weigh them so we'd know.
1: Yeah, because I don't know. I don't trust my scales.
2: I mean, you bought this uh, to do a comparison. Why would you not collect a little bit of scales.
1: data? I bought this, like, not at the same time. I bought one month after the other, so I didn't think of it. Because it wasn't going to be a comparison. It's one me. more
2: thing, Steve, didn't think of.
1: I mean, think about it. Did, would I have. I originally thought about buying the logo 200. I, I swore that, like, 600 bucks is way too much for this little thing. I'm not buying it. And I bought the M2. But I think because I liked the M2 so much after buying it for a while, that I had to see what the difference was with the logo. But originally, I was never had any intentions of buying it, so why would I wear even the M2? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, that is the review. Well, that was a good review, yeah.
0: dude. And I gotta add that even my dumbass flew. You got you let me fly me at Fredericksburg. Uh-huh. A one back to back, and I definitely saw a difference. I liked the M two; it was pretty yeah. good, uh, but the the lower two hundred definitely flew better
1: in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and that's only one flight. I think if you had it for several flights, like you, I think it would. Uh, yeah, you get used to it quickly and, and start enjoying it. Mhm. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Now, what I want Andy to do is, I want Andy to put a, an icon on his M two and see with lightness on the uh, icon. I don't think Icon has lightness. I thought they did. Was I mistaken? I thought they pushed no. that firmware update to add lightness.
2: Uh, maybe they did. I honestly don't know.
1: Oh. I think they call it something else, though, called lightness, obviously. Damn it, Andy. Yeah.
2: yeah, maybe I'll do that. If I can ever get the stupid freaking thing to work correctly,
1: start yeah, in with in the first place, right? Kind <laughs> of piece of shit, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move it on. We have a new segment we're going to be introducing new today, segment huh? yeah a what yeah hell yes i don't know why we're doing this but we have a new segment called wrenching with ian what
2: oh my god i'm, I'm gonna kill somebody <laughs> no. you gave me
1: the Who's idea that, <laughs> whose idea was this kevin
2: oh they should be kicked in the ass
1: Oh, what, what, well, let's, let's see what this let's is all give him all about, a chance
2: huh? let's give yeah. him a shot all, all right. right what you got ian
3: Well, I figured I'd go ahead and, you know, try a little something new. Uh, I'm always wrenching. And, of course, a Mm. lot of us do a lot of wrenching. So I figured, you know, for the newbie or the more advanced wrenchers, I figured I'd go ahead and start doing reviews on, uh, you know, some tools that are, you know, must-haves or could make wrenching a little bit easier for what we do. I mean, shit, I mean, there's times that we've wrecked stuff or we're just doing maintenance and just some things might make that just a little easier. Um
0: I'm I'm gonna start drinking taking a drink every time you say wrenching. Wrenching, so, wrenching, so wrenching. I'll, I'll be playing this back <laughs> there.
3: But no, um I figure I go ahead and start this new segment out with um do a quick little review on the tech Zip tool bag. Um about a little over a year ago uh there was a post on Facebook um uh, on uh, the the A Main uh, Flight Team page, and um, it was of Scott Graham's uh, ProTech zip bag and how he has it all arranged. What's
1: the name of it? I don't see it on what the is it exactly? Pro- Pro- what is it exactly? Explain zip- what. Uh, yeah, about. I think that's not the right name. Yeah, it's
3: yeah, ProTech ProTech RC.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's let's call it by the real name. It's called the ProTech RC True Torque Team Tool Bag. I think oh. that's it.
2: Let Jesus, it, he's the, already what, fucked what? it up. Oh, jeez.
1: The true Talk team did... So. Here,
2: <laughs> what? here, here, here. I'll if you're going to review a product, it. you got to at least get the name correct.
1: yeah oh, Here, here, here. I'm yeah. going to make it easy for it's you guys. Expensive. Let me let me put the link in here and make it easy. Okay, here. here click on that thing. All right. All right, is yeah. that it? I'm not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to give Trust you me. up. <laughs> Trust me, it's safe. Also, let me get that uh, six digit two factor code you're going to get on your phone, then. <laughs>
3: All right. ProTech RC True Torque Team Tool Bag. There we go. Um, well, as far as the post and everything, uh, pretty much showed Scott's uh, arrangement of his tools inside his carry case, which uh, uh, not only does it just carry the essentials, what he's going to need, but it also gives him more, you know, I mean, you're able to bring a little bit more than what your typical tool bag would have. Like, for me, example, I carried two separate Scorpion cases. I had One had my drivers and a few other little bits in it. And then my other one had, like, uh, a few wrenches and pliers. Um, I went to my local hobby shop to uh, grab some, some motor bullets and stuff to solder with. And I had seen it up there. And I figured, well, hell, why not? I'll give it a try. It was like $23. Uh, literally got home and. So, wait,
2: wait, wait. Before you go any further, explain what it is. Yeah. Um, People at home don't know what the hell you're talking I'm, about. Well, like, describe uh, it.
3: Uh, it's a little black zip case. Uh, it's got uh, slots in there so you can uh, actually uh, uh, hold your tools. Uh, hold, it can hold uh, drivers, wrenches. Uh, I've seen pliers in there, which I have pliers in mine. Um, on, uh, one side, I really, both sides are pretty much set up the same. Uh, there's even, uh, uh, straps that are in the middle of the actual, uh, bag that can even hold items as well.
2: Um, so it's like a, it's like a, um, it's a fold open case folds open like a book mm-hmm. and it has a series of elastic straps you could put drivers and tools in. Right
4: kind
0: of reminds me yeah. of the scorpion tool. It's very it's very similar. Very similar.
3: Yeah, similar yeah. but there's also more places uh that one But
0: it's more yeah, it's more I generic. just wanted to
2: get that out there. Can more you say cool bag? A that could yeah. be yeah. a million different. Yeah, people could be imagining. When they're listening to this, yeah. they don't have a clue what we're talking right. about. Yeah. It's just like a scorpion driver holder, but yeah. bigger. Yeah.
3: Bigger, uh more possibilities as far as uh, you know, bringing, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that you would need to bring to the field. And honestly, that's basically why I put this together, and along with uh, a few other people that are following suit. um, Mm It's like what I've got in my uh, case right now. I've got my Scorpion drivers, I've got my Scorpion multi-tool, tweezers, I've got pliers, uh, I've even got scissors, wrenches, uh, I've got Loctite, and uh, various other different things, and really, you can arrange it however you want. You can put... A multitude of different things in there that you could possibly need at a field. And I condensed down, you know, from two separate uh, zip cases. And, you know, with what I have, it's still really not even full. And I don't think there's possibly anything else I could probably put in here that I would need at the field without like overdoing it. Uh,
1: okay.
3: So, I mean, as far as. You have like, Loctite in there? I have Loctite. I've got both. Uh, I got both red and blue. What about green? I do not have
2: green. What about orange? I don't have that one either.
1: <laughs> no, this is that, pretty cool, though. Did put uh, some
2: zip ties in there, like I told you? Yes, I did. That's
1: I got some boy. zip ties. How about double sided uh, tape?
2: Like 3M tape. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, you, you need,
1: need
3: some of that. Boom. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I said, I've got scissors, I've Epoxy. got pliers, and, um...
2: Uh, See, I glue.
3: No, actually, I I thought about it, and I opted out of
2: lube. it. I've lube. I've got a lube.
3: lube. Yep, got lubricant in there as well.
2: Dry lube, grease, wet lube. Lithium. No, no lithium. <laughs> All right, so...
0: We're joking around, but I gotta tell you that I do like these little cases where you can customize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they of Stuff. Yep. I have one that I have for like my my like five volt charger in case I gotta charge a charger device. You know, uh, cables in there that, that the way you know little charger to charge that thing, and uh, my my one terabyte jump drive. I have it all in a case like this in my laptop bag, which I never thought I needed until I actually started using it. I was like, man, this <laughs> you is you don't so need until you need it. Incredible. Incredible, yeah. yeah. Just keeps everything in one mm-hmm. spot. You know where it is. You know if something's yeah. missing, which is big for me because you know I'm ancient
2: and I forget. Oh shit. yeah, ancient. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I figured this would be you know a great way to kind of start out the segment and kind of yeah, it, it's my first. I'm not really, and yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a shot. But like I said, I figured it was a great idea since there's quite a few posts on uh, Facebook of people actually getting this and setting it up, uh, it's like I've even seen people put, um, well Frank, he put the, his pitch gauge in there, which I think that's kind of a bad idea I keep my pitch gauge and like my battery checker in my uh, Neo in my Neo bag so I, as far as simplicity I think this is a great way to go as far as you know, you know, going to, going to the field on a Saturday or whatever um,
0: well it's Frank's bag, he can do what he wants with it, absolutely yeah. who are you but, to
2: tell him what to put in his bag
3: right what?
1: It's his bag, baby.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, he he as fancy as he wants with that bag.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, no, it's like, you know, stuff
1: right No. <laughs> awesome.
3: Cool. So $23, cool, you can find it at your local hobby shop or uh, aiming hobbies is where, you know, my hobby shop gets it, you know, obviously Hobby Town USA.
0: So are we doing this segment in place of news and announcements or what's the story?
3: Okay. okay. Oh. No. All right. Totally separate. Okay, cool. Like, um, and if there's anything else uh, you guys want me to. Uh,
2: Did you go over the features of this bag? That it holds 24 tools, room for seven tools up to 10 inches in length, room for eight tools up to eight inches in length. It's durable, high-quality material, elastic compression straps to hold t- tools securely. It also has a carry strap. Yep. Yeah. Did you, end, Did you go over the yeah, features? Yeah, did you do then, all I, that? I,
3: I did not. I was just did given you read? My, <laughs> I was just given my... Uh, did you put any effort talk. into this at all?
1: <laughs> as much as uh, I did to weigh the M2 versus the Logo 200.
3: <laughs> and then I <I'd> get roasted.
1: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen?
3: <laughs> <laughs> not get roasted is bad. <laughs> uh, have you bet, Andy? <laughs> oh no i heard he's an asshole
2: i've been practicing for years <laughs> yeah a lot of practice
0: <laughs> awesome all right nice job ian cool. that was, that was so, cool
1: yeah next, I, th- I think i time, have get the name right and get the features and <laughs> get the, <laughs> you know
3: hey this is my first time doing this uh i'll i'll, I'll refine it
2: i can't wait for the next one me uh, either i'm all a Stop. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking when he says, you know, and I mean. Mm-hmm. When you're wasted in three minutes.
3: Hey, wait a second. Um, you know. all 24 tools. I've got more than 24 tools in my bag.
2: Well, it has 24 straps. Yeah. I'll give you that one.
3: Okay. All right. Moving on.
0: News and announcements. All right. We'll follow that up with some news and announcements.
1: Okay. What do we got?
2: Well, it sounds like Rev Electric's. Uh, FMA is closing up shop, which sucks. And I have not been able to, I saw a few copy paste stuff on Facebook from people, but I was not able to find any like official announcement or any info anywhere. The website, their Facebook page, all that is just gone. So apparently they weren't kidding. They just shut everything down and disappeared. Holy shit. So, I'm going to go ahead and read the the quote that comes from somewhere that I don't know where and I have not been able to verify. But it says, after 36 years in the business, FMA Inc. has made the decision to cease business operations effective August 31st, 2021. Also ceasing operations is the brand Revletrics, started in 1985 by Fred Marks. FMA has proudly served the RC hobby industry for 25 of its 36 years. The pandemic brought multiple challenges to manufacturing FMA's products in Asia as disruptions in supply chains and multiple delays and staff shortages at our contract manufacturer has contributed to the decision. As owners and officers of FMA, my brother Tim and I are reaching retirement age and looking forward to pursuing other interests. Over the years, we have made many friends in the business. We want to thank all those friends for the support and encouragement. Most of all, we want to offer special thanks to the thousands of customers who have made this family business a joy to operate. The Electrics and FMA websites, including both stores, Revo USA and Revo Singapore, will become inaccessible in the coming days. Phone and email service will continue until August 31st. Our longest-tenure employee and friend, Howard Matos plans to continue serving the hobby community by offering a repair service for FMA and products. Oh, that's products. Ha- ha- yeah, Howard's efforts will be unrelated to the FMA and Rev Electrics businesses. More, infima- more information will be available from Howard soon. So sounds like maybe somebody's going to open a repair business for these products, but they yeah. are pretty much done. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Yeah, sucks.
1: that just sucks to see. Yeah. You yeah, another company in the hobby that's folding. Um, you know, I've had some issues with my Rebel Electrics, but overall the charger's, you know, so pretty decent charger.
2: Yeah, they got good stuff here. It's last, when they tried to put the bump controller in the charger, that's the one it's I had. Nothing but problems. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I have the integrated know. pump controller, and that's one yeah. Of I don't know.
2: Issues. They never really was able to figure that out for some reason. No, they
1: were supposed to come out of version two, but I think with COVID and everything happened, they basically abandoned that.
2: Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah. I've got the older one. It's I mean it's worked perfect for years now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So it's a shame. It's good yep. chargers, good equipment. So I hate to see that.
1: Curious what um. Cashwell's going to do is, I think Rev Electrics was the primary charger he put in all his cases. Was it? Yeah, I know he did some ISDT he, stuff, but. Yeah, he he was, did a lot
2: of chargers.
1: Did he? Mm-hmm. Maybe in the past. I think his older ones were definitely chargers, but a lot of the newer ones were all Rev Electrics. I mean, everything was producing for a while, yeah.
2: I don't know. I saw, well, I don't know. I don't follow him or I don't know anything what he's doing. He used to use a lot of the. Like the 4010 duos and the 406 yeah, but duos. Yeah, I remember he had that
1: falling out with, uh, who was it that was selling the um, iChargers? Buddy RC or yeah, someone? Someone else in that area, but yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Who who
1: hasn't he had a falling out with? <laughs> no comment. Exactly.
2: I guess that's all I have so far
1: for news. Okay. Kind of because, a slow week. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, what's next for you in a the hobby then, huh? What's next for you, Ian? Well,
3: uh, what's next
1: for me is,
3: uh, first off, fixing my broken window in the Jeep.
1: Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say more wrenching.
0: Oh, good Lord. Jesus. I'm about to drive off a cliff. I'm not even driving. I'm going to drive <laughs> in into car a car. And and I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump
2: through a window. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well... Um, I hope I'm nobody's gonna...
0: listening to this podcast on an airplane.
3: <laughs> 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 no, I'm actually going to do some more flying. I'm going to put some more flights on the 470 and then do some renting. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I got to put that other ESC in the, you know, well, first I need to test out the new ESC on the, on the 420. And then if it works out fine, I'm going to go ahead and install it in the 420. Um, going to be, uh, course packing up to move you know getting things ready for that um i'll be on discord as always and uh working like crazy and i'm hoping by monday i can uh, actually go ahead and start doing some moving uh, getting stuff over today so right. yeah Come in. yeah nice. that's pretty much all i've got going in a nutshell
0: cool
2: excellent and rain all right you're damn wrenching. <laughs> I'll stab you with a wrench. So what are you going to be doing, Andy? Me? Well, after I get done stabbing Ian <laughs> with a 2.5 <laughs> millimeter driver, <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> it's a small hole. You're fine.
0: Yeah, it'll be round
2: itself immediately. You'll <laughs> be fine. Yeah. If I'm feeling really nice, I'll use a 1.5, so it's a smaller hole. <laughs> now, uh, i
3: I won't
2: even need a stitch for that one. No, just put a bandaid
1: <laughs> over it and you'll be fine. Just put some CA on
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to finish this uh, heli I'm working on right now, mm-hmm. do the wiring, and do the setup and test fly it. But maiden, maybe tomorrow, probably Thursday. I'll probably try to finish it tomorrow evening, maiden it Thursday, so that I can get it back to him and he can fly it this weekend. Nice. And then I guess I'll turn right around and start building another one uh, into the gasser. I'm going to take yeah. the gas, the 310 TRM out of the whiplash and put it in this one. Nice. And I've got to send off the whiplash edition 300 and get it repaired. where I overheated it back like two years ago. And that will um, go back in the whiplash.
1: Are you gonna? I mean, are you gonna build the full kit or just kind of build the head and the tail and the boom? You know, kind of like modulize it so when you get the conversion kit, or no, you gonna I'm gonna build start it?
2: building it when I get the conversion kit, like okay. tomorrow. All right. It, I mean, I won't be done with this one till Thursday or Friday, so I'll probably okay. start on the the gasser over the weekend.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah. But you could, I suppose, like go from the gearbox up and then mm-hmm. do the tail.
1: Yeah, just a common part that you know you're gonna have to put together anyways, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
2: that's it. I might fly a little bit, possibly, maybe. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Kevin? Ah, uh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't know
0: where I am. What I'm doing. <laughs> I thought no. you were in sunny Damn, South Florida. Yeah, I, I am. I am definitely gonna be flying this weekend because you know why? I'm gonna have a nice day. I can't, I can't get enough of this. Every day I wake up going, man, good morning, Florida. <laughs> it's another beautiful day.
2: <laughs> He's so happy.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm very happy. I just wish the, the whole moving would be over with the kids and uh, yeah. the
2: wife would be down here. That'd be... Get them the hell out of there. Get your wife in there, and then you'll yeah. really yeah. be able to settle in.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then we'll have some work to do, you know, because we're going to try and we got to replace some carpeting and stuff like that. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. I can't um, can't wait till that happens. But anyways, I'll probably be out flying the Oxy Five at least. I got a. I was thinking about putting a flight test plane together just to fly something else, but. Um,
2: well, if maybe, you'd have ordered a plane like you said, you could be flying I that. I know. And I talking know. about it for three weeks. I know. So how you waiting on? I don't know.
3: He's waiting for Christmas.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, just go, just go get Steve's and fly it. Steve Shaw. He's never going to fly the damn thing. He's had it for three years now. Which one? Any of them. (laughs) None (laughs) of them are are flight ready at this point. The Flex Innovations one. The Flex Innovations one goes from the box to flight ready in 20 minutes. So even if he's done nothing, you could grab it and start flying it.
3: I I hear you. I hear you. Just walk, just walk into his bunker, grab a plane and then go.
0: He lives in a gated community. It's not that easy. I'm sure um, you could
2: trick him somehow to get in there.
0: But it's it's funny because he he was telling me about how uh, he's got a plane that's um almost ready to fly, and I said, "Isn't that how it came? Almost ready to fly." <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Isn't that ARF almost ready to fly? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a good guy though. Man, he's got good. Sense I love humor for him, that but stuff. I
2: love busting his balls too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But no, I I said something to him today about, you know, if there was only some guy who I knew who had like a house full of helicopter parts and could maybe put something together for me, he's like, well, it's just a shame you don't fly goblins, man. (laughs) I'm like, yep, big shame, big
1: shame. It will still take him longer than you would take to build one, though.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I don't know. know. You got your
1: 550, don't you? I thought you were going to be a a mechanic for him at one point. 550.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I even that? I even said let's do a build night, you know, and um, I think we're working on something like that because uh, I said it will give me an excuse to buy something. I'll buy it. I'll come by, and you know, we'll we'll yeah. do like a build night type thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I enjoyed that when Steve and I used to do that a lot, and you know, mm-hmm. Steve and I and Mike D used to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're fun.
0: Yeah, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I got. I guess I got to get something first. That's really all I'm going to try and do is get some flights. Wait, wait,
2: wait. What are you thinking about getting?
0: I'm still thinking about getting that Mamba 10.
2: Oh. I thought you were thinking about a new heli.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought for a second.
2: There's really not much. Those those airplanes, like you literally glue the freaking... There's nothing tail. to do to them.
1: You bolt the you, tail on, you bolt the wings you on, like glue. You put the wire I on, don't even, it. it's done.
2: Maybe you glue the elevator in. You don't do no, much of anything. No, you don't do any of that. I you know. just
1: put it together. You just screw it together, and that's it. It's, yeah, it's like it nothing. Take, it literally takes 10 minutes. You might you, have to, like, center your servos and put your yeah. linkages on, you know, like little things like Find that. Find your radio. Yeah. Little, whatever. Preaching to the choir, man. Yeah, man. At this point.
0: Yep. I hear you. Oh, I hear you. Oh, I hear you. And yeah, that's about it, though. Um, maybe I'll order something. I don't know. I, I say that every week. I don't know. I just... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm hesitating.
3: I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Do, it, do it!
1: Do it now! Yeah. Please do it so we don't have to hear that ever again.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start doing that every week.
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right. So what are you going to be doing, Uh Andy or Steve or whoever's left. I'm so like, I have no idea anymore what's
2: going on. It's getting too late for him. <laughs> it's getting too late for me. we well, he's too hard on him. He got all
1: disheveled now. I know. <laughs> all right. So, I'm going to be working on my Goblin Raw Nitro. Um, so, I have a pre production kit and they made a whole bunch of revisions. So, I got a retro kit in. So, it has like a new tail boom and. Tailbox and a whole bunch new belt a whole bunch of different things so now that i don't have the black thunder gasser on my workbench i'll now put the goblin raw on my workbench work on that Um, once i'm done with that i'm gonna quickly pivot over to the black thunder and i want to update the dampeners and like i said before i want to do some maintenance on it um you know it flew perfectly fine on sunday it flew fine 3d i my first fight was like smacking the crap out of make sure like you know doesn't fall apart on me in here and it was fine and then i you know did that whole dumbed down hovering whatever and, and yeah it, it hovered i guess whatever Born. um <laughs> yeah but beyond that i'm probably not gonna go flying this weekend because um, i think uh yeah because next weekend is like whatever holiday weekend but then the weekend after is um Extravaganza. So, because I have wrenching to do, I'm going to prioritize wrenching over flying. Um, I'm not including my simming. I'm going to be singing my 8 to 10 flights a day regardless. Um, but just the weekend, going out to the field will probably be a... Probably won't happen until after extravaganza. So, oh, I did um, pay my $40 landing fee for that, so I pre-registered, so I'm, I'm committed for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot, I... I and I got a lot of RC shit that I totally forgot to talk about too. Um, case Medic, Mike Lawrence and Eric Shu, they're building me a case. Nice. It's funny that they're building me a case after, like, you know, I've had this in the works for probably about a month now, but, you know, it's like it's coming to fruition now. Like, you know, I put my deposit down or I paid for the whole thing pretty much. And, you know, the parts are in order and everything's going through. And, you know, I got the design for the case and everything. And it's like, um, you know, it's basically just a case of power supply and everything to work with my um, iCharger X8 that I bought to charge those uh, seven-cell batteries. So yeah, that should be done by Heli Extravaganza. So I'll, I'll be picking that up there cool. and dropping something off at Heli Extravaganza, which uh, would be my V control, my third V control, my spare spare V control. Um, I bought. And I quickly sold it for the same price I bought it for. Um, I sold it to um, Mr. Burkholder. So he's oh, nice. that nice. helicopter that he got from everyone. He's gonna be—I uh, believe he's gonna put that on V control. So should be awesome. Cool. All right, let's move on to listener pipeline. All right, do we have any?
2: We have some pipelines, and I forgot to. Get to them, all right. All right. Get to Are you ready.
5: Yeah. Hey, free soul crew. Stephen Hoover here. Uh, I didn't get out to urge you at all. Uh, in fact, I've never been there. Although we'd kind of like to go sometime. But uh, I just listened to your episode where you had Ryan on, and we're talking about the golf carts. And I would say that uh, I would stand behind Ryan and saying that wasn't his fault and I'm glad you've had him on to help clear the air some on the whole debacle with the cart and hopefully some of the Archie crew come on and explain or explain it on one of their you know podcast that one of them was on uh yeah it was just I found it kind of interesting and I'm glad that uh Ryan got to his side of the story so anyways i'm glad to keep receiving your podcast to listen to and that you keep putting them out the other thing is ian was talking about soldering the wires for his batteries and what i started doing on my batteries recently is i would crimp a furl on the end of the wire i think that's what you call it anyhow one of little metal sleeves that you slide over the wire and then have an octagon-shaped crimper to crimp it on. And then I can solder them into my bullets with a 100-watt soldering iron. Well, actually, I think I have an 80-watt that I use just fine. And if, if I'm not using a ferrule on it, I can't solder it with the small soldering iron, but with that ferrule crimped on there, I can solder it just fine, uh, I don't get a cold joint, or at least I don't think so, because I've been doing that for my 700 packs for a while. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's something he could try, and then he could probably solder them a lot easier, because you don't lose the heat as much, and the solder don't wick into your wires then either. That's what I really like about it. So, and you want to get the uninsulated furrows. So. I just thought I'd throw that out there. All right. Bye. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I'll
3: have to check that out.
0: That kind of makes sense in a way.
3: Yeah.
2: What do you think, Andy? (laughs) Did we lose Andy? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I had my microphone muted because I'm (laughs) stupid. (laughs) I was saying, yeah, I I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't understand why it would be easier, but maybe because... Uh, Your soldering to the copper of the of the ferrule is easier. I don't know. Definitely something to look into.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right. Uh, voicemail number two.
5: All right. Hey guys, it's been a while. I'm calling from freaking New Jersey. Boo. <laughs> Yeah, no wonder you and uh, Steve and Kevin, you guys left from freaking Jersey. This place sucks. Yeah, it does. Mike, (laughs) why the hell are you still here? This place is the freaking worst. They won't let him out. (laughs) No, no such thing as courtesy when it comes to driving. Holy shit. And the traffic is terrible. I'm up here for a business trip for work. Frickin' sucks. I'm never coming back to Jersey again. This place sucks. (laughs)
2: <laughs> wow, I wonder, I wonder how he likes Jersey. I yeah, he, I think he likes it, you know. <laughs> Same like he locked it, I don't know. Yeah. Like
0: he thought it was okay.
2: <laughs> Bring us back a
3: souvenir or mean material. Uh,
0: I can't wait till next time I see him on Miss like, Shaggy. I heard that you like Jersey.
3: Yeah, I heard you're moving to
0: Jersey. I, huh? You're gonna Hard. move to Jersey? I cool, <laughs> don't start that shit. <laughs> Is Does
2: Shaggy
3: this mean he's officially the Jersey Shaggy?
1: No. No. No, <laughs> no, no. There's only one Jersey Just Shaggy. Just because he visited doesn't mean he's the Jersey Shaggy. That doesn't count.
2: That's all the voicemails.
1: All right. Well, good to hear from Shaggy though. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And congrats, Shaggy. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we need to say. Uh, if you want to l- leave a listener pipeline, give us a call nine seven three nine three six eight nine three six. You know, save this number in your phone. Don't be like me and at Urchin like, oh, I'm going to leave a voicemail for the podcast that I'm not going to be on.
2: Think of the number.
1: I couldn't think of the number, and I was like, ah, I'm too lazy to look it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's me too. Yeah, yeah. Save it in your phone so when you're driving down the road or something, you got you an hear. idea. You're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Shoot us a voicemail.
1: Yeah. You know, save us under the free fall idiots. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Facebook likes. We are at 1,371. That's plus two this week. And one of these names sound familiar, but his profile picture didn't look right. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. We got Kyle Speely's and Rob Cole. Rob Cole. Hey, I know yeah. Rob. I know yeah. Rob. Alright. Thanks, guys. Uh, what do we got here? Facebook comments. What do we have?
0: What do we have? We got Frank. comments. We got comments? Andy yeah. said something about comments.
2: We got comments. We didn't do episode 288 last week, so I'll do it. There's only one comment. And that's a Greg Junior. Wondering, Adventure, Remembering. And then we had a post wishing robert monty a happy birthday from ian and it's a meme of the seven year old co- seven year old kids today iphones ipad ipads airpods monty and he's yelling into a fan and he's saying fuck you, <laughs> you, 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 you. Yeah. the guy yelling in the fan looks a lot like uh bobby watts but it's not Looks like Ant Man.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, you know, it's it's very interesting. Uh, Back in the day, we like a fan and just talking into us it would oh, amuse yeah. us. You, you know, entertain
2: like, yourself for hours. Yeah,
1: yeah, talking like you know, just like Darth Vader or something, right? Like yeah. just making a funny name. Of <laughs> right? And now it's like you know, my kid doesn't have his Nintendo Switch or his iPad. He freaking goes nuts. It's like, now oh. they're
2: doing the the filters on the TikTok or whatever. Same thing to entertain themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You kids in your
2: TikTok. Yeah, and a bunch of people wishing Monty a happy birthday. And then last week's episode, Ryan's World. We got some comments for that. Yes, we uh, did. You want me to go through them, or are you going to do them, Kevin?
0: No, I don't care. I'll go through them. Go through them. Our buddy from Australia, Mark Ritchie, said. OMG what a story And Kev I'm out in the, truck, in the work truck today And now I keep singing the Mexican radio song It's stuck in my head <laughs> yeah. Nice And Andy commented Ha ha I've been singing that all day as well Oh no that was me Thanks Andy I wrote yeah. that And I was singing it all day It's a catchy tune Yeah. It's stuck in your head Uh, Anthony Mello said Ian please do not attempt a new york accent ever again it gave me hashtag douche chills <laughs> in all seriousness guys thanks for all the help uh i'm going to try the discord thing tonight because not because ian said so lol <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, brent Gottlieber said great interview it was nice to hear both sides of the story okay i didn't I don't know if I heard the other side.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, think we heard the other side for that.
0: officially at least, right? Yeah, maybe Brent knows more than we do or than I yeah. do. Um, Rob Cole said I really want someone from the board uh yeah, or et cetera, to come on and present the other side officially. And yeah, Steve said we would love that as well. I would love that too. I would Yeah, you know. Yeah. I I making no judgment either way and probably, you know, it's not my place to judge or whatever just would be Interesting to hear. You mm-hmm. know, both both sides. Rob Cole then said I believe Ian Joel prefers the term interspecies erotica. Oh my oh
2: my I don't God. get that one. Oh, I mean me that's either. a reference to something we said, but what the hell were we talking about? Uh
3: the like, the uh, phone call from last week.
2: Oh yeah. Oh with the turtle. The turtle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh
0: Justin yeah. Wa- Wyatt said, Steve bringing the layers, the children's show title, comma, deep. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was partly my idea, wasn't it?
2: That was all your idea. Kevin came up with that title. Did yeah. he? I just did
0: a quick Google search. Yeah. I came up with it didn't know what it was and Steve was like, oh, that's a kid's uh, show, yeah.
1: Yeah, my son loves watching that shit. <laughs> I feel bad for that kid. I mean, he's a millionaire, but I don't know, his life's all jacked up.
2: I didn't know that was a real show. I just thought it sounded like a kid show. Yeah.
1: You no, know, it's a real show about this kid who got all the toys for free, and they would do like toy reviews and this and that, and a lot, of, a lot of. It's good. Like he does a lot of stuff with his parents and stuff, but a minute, it's a good I kid it was show. A freaking but... cartoon. No, no, it's it's live. It's a real kid. It's live. Like they made a cartoon after it, and now he oh, has okay. video games and all this other stuff. But like, yeah, he's I don't know. His, his parents, they're, they're millionaires because of his show. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those.
0: Jay Griegel Oonier, uh said, uh, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of bravery, enjoyment, appreciate Lee. Did I read that right?
2: Yeah. I mean, you can't read it wrong. Just That's true. say whatever <laughs> you think. And mm-hmm. Bill
0: Anthony, who is a top-tier fan of the show, said... This episode is epic Top fan Bill Ann
2: Bill didn't call me so boo to him <laughs> Hurt my feelings I'm going to really. give Bill
1: your number Yeah not really <laughs> Yeah not really <laughs> Yeah not really <laughs> oh, Nice
0: Alright that's it I think for comments yeah. right
1: mm-hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Visitors post
2: Yeah listener post
1: Listener post yes
2: uh Steve posted a picture of a Freefall RC podcast sticker on a scooter somewhere. Yes. Probably at Urcha.
1: That was at Urcha, yes.
2: And yes. Lincoln commented, I hope you slapped one of those on that DeLorean somewhere. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I wish I did. I didn't even think about it. That's yeah. Uh, Steve said, Damn,
2: missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah, we kind of screwed up. We could have at least stuck one up under the wheel well or something.
1: Yeah, somewhere, you know, where the door jam opens up, you know, the, the mm-hmm. big Lambo doors, or whatever, like the yeah. going doors. Yeah. Uh, all right.
2: Kenny Sierra. Uh, hey, guys. Just wanted to say thanks for all your efforts. The live video from Urcha and just adding so much value to the hobby. Great job. Don't stop. With three explanation points.
1: Awesome, thanks. Thank Kenny.
2: you, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's thanks, Kenny. one of the one of the hosts on the RC Heli Houdini? Houdini podcast. Uh huh. Kenny's a really good guy.
1: Yeah. Mister Matt Richard, though, he didn't show up this yeah. year. Yeah.
2: No, none of those guys made it this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then a bunch of videos. Let's see a video from Chris Reibert doing a demo with his five sixteen. And then uh, the flyer for the 18th Annual Northeast Model Helicopter Jamboree Festival Fest. So what do we say? We've got to add more names to this thing. Jamboree. Yeah.
1: 18th Annual Northeast Model Helicopter RC Jamboree in the... I don't Race know. for the
0: Cure Fun Run. R- yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Michael Scott
1: Invitational...
2: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no. It needs more. It needs more. Like it's got to be heli fest, rabies you awareness fest in there. You got to have, uh, uh, shit. I don't know.
1: Uh, smack fest. Lower what are they, like you know, heli throwdown. Yeah, throwdown <laughs> fest. You know, whatever all the buzzwords of fun flies. That, yeah. You know, titles that we use here. Awesome. All, all nice. right okay uh let's see website comments
2: Ooh, i didn't even check that did you um it? yeah i don't think we got one but i was talking back and forth with a guy i don't uh let's see bob said um okay i listened to the podcast it seemed to me one ryan started his talk somewhere in the middle of the whole story Two, you guys did not do much digging. He highlighted "dig" in the um, description for the show. I would have thought you would have at least started the discussion for what happened first and what did happen first. And then what three, first?
1: What? yeah, did we miss? Well,
2: that? see, that's why I've been going back and forth with him. Basically, his player skipped forty minutes of the show, so
1: oh, <laughs> it started,
2: he started halfway in.
1: Oh, oh yeah, geez. that doesn't work. <laughs> so he
2: missed some stuff. Um, so anyway, we got that sorted out, but yeah, he said, I've been to Jamboree many times, but not this year, pretty much every year. There are some abusing of the golf carts, either doing donuts in the grass, trampling corn or tipping them on their side It sh- show central for everyone to see at sunrise. In the end, it seems that it seems to me that people should respect the golf carts as belonging to someone else, period. And I wrote back that I agree with that 100%. I don't know why people have to be destructive to other people's property. But that being said, I could never figure out why a rental company wouldn't charge you for damages to the carts like every other piece of equipment I've rented. And I've rented mm-hmm. plenty of things over the years yep. farm equipment, construction equipment. Small anything. equipment. Like, anything. Everything. Rent. If you yeah. damage it, you pay for it. Even a hotel so, room. Like, right, you yeah. rent
1: a hotel room. You pay for damage. A car. Anything.
2: I mean, anything, anything you rent, you're liable for the damages. So, yeah. that's... The more I think about it, the more I think it's on them that for not not yes. being reimbursed for damages.
1: Yeah.
2: Poor business model.
1: Well, we all know why they're doing it, but yeah.
2: Yeah, well... Cool. Okay. But anyway, thanks, Bob, for the thanks. email. Glad we got you sorted out. He said he he went back and discovered that he'd get forty minutes, and, he, and uh, yeah, that would that would figured it out. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Um. So I do have two submissions through the actual website. Oh yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if I should even bother reading this first one. I think this is a. To me, it sounds like. Someone either never listened to our podcast and just saw RC and said, Hey, this is an RC podcast. Let me message them. But cool. um, I'll read it. Read it. So, form submission, new form. Hi, new to Urcha. <laughs> All caps, right? Um, name, Bobby. I'll, I'll exclude his last name and his email address. And he says, Hi, new to Urcha. Message. Hey, how are you guys? Hope you're doing good. I want to know if I could come on your podcast next and talk about something out of this world. I'm a simulation guy that plays nothing but Truck Simulator. The one I've been playing (laughs) is called ATS American Truck Simulator. It's made by SCS Software. I want to challenge the RC Controller version Truck Simulator if it would be the RC Controller playing the truck game and we truck simulator play the RC controller. This would be an awesome challenge, so if you're thinking about it, please let me know, okay? Um, I don't know what that means. And I don't know
2: what the hell he's talking about. It sounds I, like he works for the truck simulator company.
1: Yeah, and I don't think he understands what RC stands for because no. you wouldn't say radio control controller. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a little redundant.
2: Like yeah. ATM machine.
1: Yeah, right? Like ATM, ATM, M is machine. You don't want to say ATM machine machine, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> like mm-hmm. all you all, all you alls, or you is or you guyss <laughs> whatever that no, thing you like.
0: All you all drives me nuts. All you though. all.
1: So, yeah, I'm not sure what that is, but um,
4: maybe, right. maybe, well. yeah. Hey, Except- listen,
0: I got something to say. My father was a truck driver, and if you want to do any truck simulating, um, join the union. <laughs> <laughs> and have
1: fun all right uh, we do have another submission and this one seems to be proper and uh, let's see it's submitted by Tobias okay. subject says thank you it says hi guys just wanted to say thank you for putting on a great show I really enjoy listening to the episodes I am from Germany and I've had a chance to go to Urcha this year while being on a business trip ooh this sounds like the guy yeah this is the guy I Andy. talked about yeah, yeah. So listen to the show to get into the mood for Urcha on my way there. On Sunday, I had a chance to meet Andy. That was so crazy. I was waiting at the flight station and got talking to a guy that flew his heli before me. Had a great talk, and all the time I thought, I know that voice. It turns out to be Andy. What a great surprise. So once again, it was a pleasure meeting you, Andy. Guys, thank you very much uh, for the show. Love it. Now I'm at the airport flying back to Germany, Tobias. Damn. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah it was cool to on meet August him 12th.
2: talk with him for a while. Yeah.
1: Cool guy. Awesome. Nice. Thanks, Tobias. That's great. I was sorry I missed. Uh, I didn't get a chance to meet you, but uh, yeah.
0: Hopefully next time. So did he have a helicopter with
2: him or anything like that? Or yeah. Just, he just had him?
1: a Oxy-4. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's cool. Like to be on a business trip right at the same time in Mm -hmm. the same area. I think it was in
2: Cincinnati. He was working in Cincinnati, which is like two hours away or something.
1: Close enough, yeah. Yeah. You know, to make it out to us just even if it's just a Sunday, right? Like just Mm -hmm. to make it out to Urche. Especially coming from Germany. Like that's
2: Yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. Awesome. All right. And I think that's all we have for website comments. Uh people of Podbean. Oh, people of Podbean. How far back
0: are we going? Just the last I don't week, right? No. Sure. Uh, let's see. Sherry Nichols started following us. Spicoli 99 started following us. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Hand. <laughs> uh, nobody gets that because I'm way too old. Uh, We're not ancient like you are. Tim Tideback said, well, isn't this, if it's your time and my time, isn't this our time? Yeah, nobody still didn't get it. Tim tied it back. he liked episode 212 they call me clamps with random ray <laughs> <laughs> That was a good episode. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, price of a small green car. Uh yeah. Um 213 the last of the hobby shops with Shannon Turner and uh, 214 charging at the field and he started following us a few more times. Gray Eagle started following us and Gray Eagle liked episode 289 Ryan's world.
1: And uh, oh, that's right. it. Okay. Um. Wait, how far back are we going? I don't know. I went back oh, like seven week. days. Ago. 11 days ago. Oh, then I so missed So I'm going to go from Tim Title back at 11 days ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So Tim Title back 11 days ago. Episode 206. Kevin was talking about the Axon gyro. Got to say his assessment was exactly the same as mine. It's probably the best jar I've ever messed with, but it takes time to get used to. The Axon is a bit better than the 3X or the 3SX I have on other machines. It would be nice to hear a show just about some of the gyros. I know that's a tall order, but at least it would keep you. Uh, it would be pretty unbiased coming from you guys. <laughs> LOL. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Tim. Okay. I don't
2: remember you talking about Axon. Kevin, you ever used an Axon? I can't remember that either. I can't remember 206,
5: though. <laughs> That
2: was me. the one with um, blackout mods with Dennis. I wonder if Dennis was talking about flying an Axon. It yeah, it might been. be. I think so.
0: I flew the old uh, the fly bar you know, with the Diro, but it was
2: like the, the just a tail gyro, The though.
1: generic, yeah, that they had.
2: But I mean, if you ever used a Bavarian Demon Axon, no, like that's a that's a current newer. Yeah.
1: I think that might have been yeah, Dennis. I think talking about it. That's a show.
2: Yeah, it's good. It is a good unit.
1: Okay. All right, let's continue on. Uh, five days ago, Sherry Nichols, Three, says, My grandma had a boiler and called for the stoker. Okay. Cool.
2: That's referenced to episode uh, 264 RCHO Chill Out 2021. We were talk- probably talking about how cold it was
1: or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spicoli99, four days ago, says, Yeah, three hours of content. That's what I need tonight. Thanks, guys. Nice. Awesome. Uh, Tim Tidal back four days ago, says, Episode t- uh, 212, Random Ray. Great guest to have on the show. I've got loads of his stuff. I wish I had as much manufacturing experience as he does. I can only imagine how much fun it is to come up with stuff like skate clamps. Kind of a bummer he puts so much effort into the Goblin skate Clamps, and then they nix the CF landing gears the modern machines. Oh, well, to come up with something new every day. Um, yeah, but he does actually modify the old... Um, cf landing gear skid clamps to work with the, the you know i think it's like a 10 millimeter pipe or whatever it is or 12 millimeter pipe that um goblin uses so yeah so yeah you can modify it to use it and he actually does the modification right there on the spot for me so uh, that was awesome he hooked it up uh spicoli 99 four days ago wrote so now i'm so sorry to hear about your experiences at Urcha this event year uh Urch event this year sorry it's sad that a golf cart situation couldn't be resolved the situation did make for a great show, and your story from then and now was appealing. I have much to say, but so little is allowed. I honestly believe bad blood was the last thing Ryan was looking for. He was prepared to crawl with his tail between his legs to make good on a bad situation. Again, sorry to hear your story. It's good to know uh, Freefall is is a neutral, or is being neutral, yes. Oh, and then he, re- he re- I see, uh, got cut off. So he replies back, says, uh, four days ago... COVID-19 says a neutral environment i did hear most of the gossip but much was unclear as you can imagine thanks for clearing up a clear air on your part it would be interesting to hear others t- on the matter love you all <laughs> it's a philly thing bro it's wooder oh uh, it's wooder water it's, w- it's wood-er, wooder by the water water it's water 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 all right, Grey Eagle Two. This says uh, in caps, God. Yeah. Much, many, numerous, appreciated bravery. Wall of edgy, like the rotors. Truth of words from nice. source of supporting five stars. Pop uh, start. It's five Sarts. starts. Starts 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 almost makes me want to say five shards. Yeah, I know. There's no way there, I know, but there's no way
5: to it, but It's just like you
1: know. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Tim Backwell <laughs> says, "Episode two thirteen, last of the Hobby Shop with Shannon Turner. Shannon and Caleb have been such an amazing addition to the hobby. I remember wanting to start up a mobile app. But I can imagine how difficult it must be to manage both aspects simultaneously. Hopefully, the new, hopefully the few purchases I've been able to make have helped them get down the road just a bit further. But I would love to support them. Future hey, super cool dudes." yes i fully agree with that i they're good folks even even if i don't need anything i always browse in their trailers at every event and pick something like they make the effort come and support us i make the effort to support them right so it kind of you know i I don't care like even if i don't need it you know he carries them two parts so i'm surely gonna buy him out of stock um every time i see him so all right uh, and then four hours ago, Ray says, uh, this is replying back to his much, many, numerous of appreciated, appreciate Bavery comment. More NG, <laughs> God. more NG cow forward looking screen See sounds. Job of good. Just to think, Eagle, when we started this
0: podcast, Steve couldn't read at all. And now he's still trying not to read
1: at all. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Looking all the help you've <laughs> given me with your proper English. <laughs> all right, Podbean. that's it for Poppy. Uh, do we have any iTunes
0: Damn it, Kevin!
1: I forgot to look. God, you guys took forever. I ordered a patio set. You ordered a patio <laughs> set while we we're bringing up iTunes. Yeah, about a Hampton Bay five-piece gray wicker outdoor dining set with Dude. midnight cushions. And an uh, eight-and-a-half square solar LED cantilever patio umbrella and uh, an extra little That's ottoman seat that matches. not an impulse buy, dude. That is something you've had planned. Um, It was something I had sort of planned, but it was impulse to, for me to actually pull the trigger and spend am... $1,400 while I'm on the show.
2: You ever notice he likes to do a lot of buying of shit while we're supposed to be recording this yeah. podcast? Yeah. ADD run, ADD run it. ADD run Ramp it. Ramp it. Ramp it over there. Mm-hmm. There
0: is nothing new on mm-hmm. iTunes.
1: All mm-hmm. oh. oh, right. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at 4CGmail.com. <sighs> like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Free4C Podcast. Check out our webpage. free podcast c Podcast. Show. See you to Chris. Test forums, off the field, audio and video production on test podcast, free 4 c podcast. Say hi to David, David. Hill, a.k.a. Hildeflyer. Hi, uh, David Hill. Hi, Dave. Let's see the podcasters. We got yeah. the Hellyheads, Hellyheads. podcast. There, there they are. Yeah, they're there.
0: You know, I got to say something. <laughs> now that we brought up Hellyheads, there, yeah, there has been something oh that has been <laughs> bothering Soul me. Soapbox. And it's the fact that it's been bothering it's me been bothering for like you. We could, no. four days no three days We've only brought it up a yeah it's the times. fact that i have fly and put up with steve shaw in a heli heads t-shirt this weekend <laughs> with his smile on his face and asking me every <laughs> 27 seconds when am i going to be able to get a free fall rc t-shirt
1: <laughs> okay continuing on to fellow podcasters tell a rotor podcast
0: that's uh Mike, Rich, Robert,
1: Shaggy. And Cliff? Yeah. Okay. Uh let's see. Round table. That's
0: what Andre? the Canadian?
1: Nope.
0: Round table? Oh shit. I'm really screwing us up tonight. <laughs> right.
1: Getting a little late for you.
0: That's it's Darren Lee.
1: Yes. And it's RC not the round
0: table, it's RC round table. I know. That's what threw me.
1: Yeah, but if I said after yes, hours, that's right your you? fault, Really? Yeah, it's your fault, Steve. Really? After hours.
0: <laughs> well, at roundtable, I could have said Sir Lancelot Sir <laughs> not appearing in this picture. Gosh. Yeah, I could have said all that kind of stuff.
1: Can't, can't see how hard I'm rolling my eyes. I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, after hours. That's what Andre skids up
0: <laughs> with Frank, here and Paul. Very we'll down under. Um, that's what Ozzy, Ozzy, and Jeff.
1: They haven't done a show in a while, huh?
0: No, have, they, have, they haven't? I don't think they have. Uh, let's see. Park 4 Podcast. That's with uh, two mics and a J. Mm-hmm. Houdini Halley Podcast. With Kenny and Rich. RC Plane Lab. With Ron and Tom in the morning. All Things That Lie. With Moose and Lucien Miller. All right. And make sure you check
1: out Bill Ann's YouTube channel.
0: Yeah. Check him out. Heck yeah. He's been posting
1: a lot of stuff. Sp-
0: check him out before he calls you.
1: On fire, please, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Good job, Bill. All right, thanks to our listeners. We are Scott and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye, Bye. Right <laughs> <didn't say> that. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, we'll we got to make a logo and so. stuff.
2: We got to talk about
1: that.
0: Do you know the difference between an Italian sub and a b- job? No idea. Do you want to go camping?
3: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's an old
0: joke I heard. Uh,
5: <laughs> wow. I'm ruined.
0: <rowing>, I'm ruined <laughs> the, the show. Wow. Sorry, <laughs> listeners.
5: Oh, Explicit. Um, Hello. Yeah. gotta finish. earn that ring.
0: Right? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Steve, you how's your week? Well, I did the uh-huh, 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 uh mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> um...
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ian, I'm feeling kind of down. Can you try to do a New York accent for me?
2: <laughs> to what the pick, fuck are you me? talking about? Wait till we get to the Facebook comments. Oh, <laughs> boy. It's hilarious. Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about.
2: Yeah, we had a guy say never do that again. I think Ever. I know which one you're
0: talking about.
3: Mm-hmm. What the fuck's wrong with my accent? <laughs> that is being terrible.
0: It's freaking horrible, Joey.
3: Get the fuck out of here!
0: Almost, you almost, almost got it, but it still hurt my ears.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm going to. um i got going to mute you guys a minute. I want to put this uh, voicemail in the thing so I can play it easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be back in a second.